Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyerup904.com. Rise and shine, Google. I got a case of the Mondays. I my first case of the Mondays in a while. Look, I'm like everyone. It was a fun ride. It was a satisfying season. I think in the interest of honing our competitive edge as a fan base moving forward, okay, I'm not satisfied with what I saw Saturday. We should have won that game. We crippled the quarterback. He's limping around all day. That's a winnable game, bro. This sense of satisfaction is annoying me a little bit. I get it. We've come from back-to-back number one picks to make a run to the playoffs. There's an assumption that this is just the beginning. I agree with that. I, I get it. There's a part of me that's proud that the team was able to turn it around. There's a bigger part of me. It's like, what the hell, man? Win the game! Again, not taking a thing away from the run, but if you get in the postseason in the NFL, and you get down to the conference semifinals, you best take advantage of it. You better take advantage of your opportunities because before you know it, you'll look up, it'll be five years later, and you'll be the Buffalo Bills with a great quarterback and a great team and consecutive playoff appearances and division titles and waiting till next year, which is what we saw, um, obviously, yesterday with Buffalo in Cincinnati, look, it, it's fine to, in the long run, be very content, be very appreciative of of getting this thing turned around, hopefully for the long term. Again, hopefully. I, I'm on board that it is. But, man, we're right there at Kansas City, and we hurt their quarterback, and we don't win the game? We're in Kansas City. Red hot. We injure the best player in football. He is literally playing on one leg. They would have been better served, quite frankly, to play Chad Henney the whole game. I believe that. And we can't get to 30 and win it. So uh, there's as much disappointment for me as there is satisfaction from the year that was. We'll we'll talk about that, both the big and the... Um, you know, the, the current small picture when we have breakfast with Paselli later today. And I'll let you hear from Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence if you haven't yet. Given a full day to digest the game, where are you guys on your thinking? Man, we said the other day, it wouldn't be the home field advantage. It wasn't. It wouldn't be you know, the playoff inexperience. It wasn't. What would it be? It would be Football, game planning, making game-changing plays. Games like this can often come down to the narrowest of margins. It can come down to just a couple or three plays that change the fortunes of your day and your season in this case because the season is over. Um, it was a handful of plays that did us in. 
And that's what leaves me here today feeling more like, man, we let a golden opportunity get away than having a, wow, a postseason pep rally for finishing fourth in the AFC when you had a real good chance to win Saturday in Kansas City. A real good chance. Three plays. I'll give you three plays. If the Jags make these three plays, they win the ball game. We're going to Cincinnati, and we're still riding the victory train. We're in victory formation this morning if they make three plays. I won't even get into the overall blanket uh, criticism of what in the world kind of plan did we have against Travis Kelsey? I mean, what in the world kind of plan? It's not that the dude was open and made 14, 15 catches. It was that he was wide open, and we allowed him to rumble for another four or five or ten yards every time he caught the ball. I don't know what the game plan was to contain Travis Kelsey at all. It was executed pitifully, especially after Mahomes got injured. He was a sitting duck back there. We didn't have a single sack, man. But those aren't the three plays. That's just a bigger overall failure. The failure of no pass rush in the biggest game of the year and the failure to cover their one and only option, their biggest and best option. I throw in a third one, too. Just did a miserable job against the run, didn't we? It wasn't that the Chiefs ran for 200 yards. It was that they got eight or nine a pop, it felt like. Every time they handed the ball to Pacheco, it was suddenly second and four. Second and two. And so, you know, I wouldn't say it was the, the, the be-all, end-all, but didn't stop the run. Had no plan for Kelsey. I still, if I had one question for Mike Caldwell, I'd say, what was the plan? Dude was wide open all day. And he's a tough matchup. They were doing something, though. To, you know, if it was the, 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 the strategy to let him get his and shut everyone else, poor strategy. He's their best player outside of Mahomes. So, anyway, those are just general, you know, Sunday to Sunday things you got to do to win football games in this league. But even with those uh, mistakes and strategies, three plays, if you make three plays, you win the game. Christian Kirk, catch the ball, son. You're the alpha dog number one receiver. You're behind the defense. My man has dropped it right in between your hands from 65 yards. Unacceptable. Catch the ball, man. Catch it. There's one. Two. It's tough play. This would have been beyond the X's and O's. Foyer, my man. Foyer, my man. Relax. Gather yourself. Spot the ball. Grab it. Don't let that batted ball interception deep in Kansas City territory fall harmlessly to the ground. Make the play. Please make the play. We're not going to cover Kelsey or tackle him. If a ball is up in the air, volleyballed for a, a, a quick turnaround, a shock play, go shock and catch, man. Catch the ball. And then the third in the obvious. I, I don't, look, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and argue that Jamal Agnew didn't catch the ball and fumble, that it was instead an incompletion because I can't really argue it too good because the NFL, desperate to get the Chiefs into the AFC Championship game, didn't bother even looking at it from 100 angles or taking their time. And where I was watching with my family, even though they were bitterly disappointed, most agreed that it was a catch and a fumble. I'm not sure I do. I'm not sure as he turned to get going and, 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 and you know, kind of ran before he caught the ball that he ever had the ball Totally secure. It didn't take a hit to knock it out. And then he just uh, fumbled it and, and look, whatever. <laughs> That's what it was ruled. But instead, let's play the alternate version. 
or he doesn't fumble the ball. Those three plays, you win the game, we're going to Cincinnati. That's all it took, those three. The two more painful than the other. You know, driving it at 27-17 and going to have a, you know, the ball at the three-yard line. They're going to score there. They are going to score, and it's about to be 27-24. They pin back the ears and, and, you know, try and contain Mahomes in that offense. But, I, you know, I'm not overly impressed with letting a one-leg quarterback limp around and beat you. I'm not. Not for this specific Saturday, for this specific outcome. It felt good to get good this year. And Arrow pointed up for our Jacksonville Jaguars. But, man, I, I just I feel like as a fan base, and I get it. We haven't been good in a while. I feel like as a fan base, we're, we're way too satisfied with giving it a good try and only losing by seven. We put their quarterback on one leg. <clears throat> I'll add another generic. You let Chad Henney go 98 yards to score a touchdown. That's also a game decider. So these are, look, it's amazing that you've gone from a franchise with back-to-back number one picks to, to parsing out these three or four plays or you're playing in the AFC Championship game and you have uh, apparently a very bright future ahead of you. Look, we'll get into today to what's next. Things to watch for. Guys are going to be free agents. The schedule next year as it lays out. The draft position is now set. Uh, personnel decisions. Additions. Who who stays, who goes. How do you configure underneath a, a totally now shrunken salary cap when it comes to the Jags and how much they got? We'll get into all those uh, deals as we go along, and we'll continue to look back. But, man, it's it, those two plays in particular haunt me. And the one that bothers me the most is, is Christian Kirk dropping that football. That was a devastating drop. That's just devastating. He hit a big play like that. Could have changed the ball. And we had, look, Hasty had a drop. You wish he had back. Ingram had a drop. I felt like the officiating was pretty stupid poor. Uh, technically, it was only, you know, five for 40 penalties for the Jags, three for 30 for the Chiefs. But I felt like ours were a lot more painful and they had some misses on some that could have greatly benefited Jacksonville. But they, they didn't lose the game because of the officiating. It was certainly a frustration as the afternoon went along. Plenty of chances still for the Jaguars uh, to win that football game. And they did a lot of things right. But the big game-changing plays, the ones you have to have this time of year, they did not make. In particular, Christian Kirk on what would have been a 65-yard bomb, a splash play would have got him inside the 10-yard line. And the fumble by Agnew just did not get the ball corralled. Both of those plays, and perhaps we've got a different, more happier uh, outcome uh, from victory formation. But, okay, I've gotten that off my chest. Overall, I'm not going to swim, you know, against the current needle pointed up here on a football team that really found themselves down the stretch. Some other game day issues. E.T., you tell me. You're on social media, but I'm not. I don't know if this... Explanation, explanation came. Where did ETN go in the second half of the second half? Bye-bye. Where did he go? Was he hurt? Uh, I, I, then, then it's inexplicable why he wasn't on the football field. It drives me crazy, man. It can't, he had to be hurt. He has to be hurt. He has to be. Why would you continue to run hasty out there instead of ETN? It makes no sense. He had to be banged up. I, if an answer came on that, I apologize. I'm supposed to be giving you guys intel, not the other way around, but 
through my searching all corners, I can't find a Travis Etienne playing time. What happened in the fourth quarter storyline? It's a question for – he's got to be hurt. He has to be. He disappeared. The only thing I can think of is they're just feeding the high hand. I, 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 no. No. Uh, J- uh, Jamichael Hasty ever in his whole life <laughs> will have a hand as hot as Travis Etienne. Etienne was 10 for 62. And a touch. And, and then was gone. He gone. He also had three catches for 18 yards. Listen, Hasty, to his credit, may, may have been as good as we've seen him since he busted off that long touchdown run against the Colts, but where was Travis Etienne late in the game? So that's another question to uh, uh, to ponder. But the Chiefs, man, they had, look, they had one real weapon. He was Travis Kelsey, and you let him go 14 catches, 98 yards, two touchdowns. I Whatever the plan was, we ought to be better equipped uh, to stop, and and we we missed a golden opportunity. Mahomes wasn't the same cat once he got hurt, was he? He had a lot of throws that weren't very Mahomes-like. We had opportunities to turn him over, we didn't. But the fact that we couldn't get to a one-legged quarterback one time all night and get a sack, also, no bueno, as they say. All right, we'll hear from uh, Doug Peterson. We'll hear from Trevor Lawrence uh, as we move through this morning. And as uh, the Hicken rival comes your way at 7, he was in Kansas City. More observations there. We got breakfast with Baselli, but we will... You know, take a look at the future, both the short-term and long-term. The team has played their way uh, into a little deeper on the NFL calendar than we're used to, which means the Senior Bowl and the Combine, those things are all coming up in here within the next couple, three weeks. A draft that uh, the narrative will be much different. I believe the Jags pick 24th rather than first. <laughs> and there's a lot to celebrate, a lot to be very optimistic about. Uh, and that's that's fine. I mean. You know, we'll get past this 48-hour rule and we'll move in that direction. But while I, I, I'm just not quite feeling the same overall sense of satisfaction that a lot of people seem to be feeling, that was a winnable ball game. We had the best quarterback in the league hobbled from the first quarter on. And we can't get a sack. We can't make big plays. And we lose a ball game that was there for the taking. Very disappointing uh, on that end, but a very you know, non-disappointing football season overall. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorceMenOnly.com. That's protecting the rights of men in all family law issues. That's what you get every time. So you or your buddy, and look, you got enough going on in those, those, those hard times. Let somebody handle the rough stuff and make sure they're protecting your rights. Often forgotten, it seems, in today's uh, society. And that's the rights of men in all these family law issues. It's DivorceMenOnly.com. All right, let's come back. I'll let you hear some of the, the final thoughts from, from Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. And they, look, are, are satis- satisfied. It's not what they want to do, but they should be. Now, do not let me... Misunderstand. I'm not coming in here putting a negative spin on what we've happened. I've enjoyed the heck out of it. I'm just not quite with the total satisfaction uh, vibe that I kind of feel some uh, are feeling today because, man, that was just, just a game that, that was so close uh, to being won. All right, we will set now the conference championship games for you after all four games this weekend. Um, more frustration in Buffalo, and now is when the questions start to come if you're, if you're a Bills fan, your Bills management. What needs to be done here? Sean McDermott's been great. Do you need to change head coaches? It's now been 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. This is five years in a row. The Bills have had an emerging Josh Allen. 
and haven't been able to win a playoff game. I, that's not true. They've won playoff games. Haven't won as many playoff games as they would have thought by now. And it wasn't that they lost to the Bengals yesterday. Well, we'll get into some of those angles uh, as well when we return. You're locked and loaded here. Thanks for being with us. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. you live this morning. We'll head into the tail end of wintertime. Turn our attention to some of the Jaguars' offseason uh, plans. We do know the opponent's going to be a lot of prime time next year. I, I mean, I can't see any way around it. I do believe, by the way, we talked about London. I think it's down to Atlanta or Carolina for a variety of reasons. I hope so, man. And most likely Carolina because the Falcons, I believe, have been to London twice now and pretty recently. But there, there's reasons to keep, you know, the Jags get to protect one game. They'll do that. Um, but, you know, the fact that they are playing, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow both in, in Tennessee. They play Josh Allen at, at Buffalo. Um They got to play the 49ers next year. What a schedule, dude. What a home schedule. Bengals, Chiefs, Niners, all in Jacksonville. Bank about to be lit. Yeah, and they're going to be some, we're going to get some, you know, we're, we're going to get some. Prime time. Yeah, they're going to be a bunch of prime time. So uh, all those late nights that we had here down the home stretch or those two Saturdays in a row, expect more next year. i tell you something else about next year's schedule, just looking at it at first blush. Uh, the home schedule is where the tougher games are. The Jazz got much better at home this year. They're developing into a real good team. Don't get me wrong. Overall, 2022 uh, slash 23 is a remarkable success. But I, again, I'm allowed to think we really let a golden opportunity get away. And those golden opportunities don't come along all the time. Exhibit A, Buffalo. The Bills have been getting progressively better for the most part. Alas, you, you, you wonder... How much staying power last year's debacle in Kansas City will have? The Bills had the Chiefs beat. Remember, score with 11 seconds left. They let them go all the way down, tie the game, and then lose in overtime. The Bills, even with their eight wins in a row going into this weekend, they've just seemed a little bit off, haven't they? Right? Even though they're winning, it's like they're winning, but it feels like they should be winning easier or by more. And so, you know, a Buffalo team that, that started their, look, they played the Jags in 2017. That broke a long drought. They had not been in the postseason since 1999 in the Music City Miracle. Came back to the wild card. They lost to the Jags 10-3, decided, you know what? Tyrod Taylor's not good enough. We're going to transition to Josh Allen. Allen was bad out of the gate, so 2018, they did not make the postseason. And then Allen started to get good. They went to the wild card in 2019. Remember, they had a lead at Houston. Ultimately, they lost to Deshaun Watson and the Texans 22-19. Came back in 2020 with Josh Allen on the ascent. Had a real good regular season. Got a couple of home playoff games. Got past Phillip Rivers and the Colts. Then suffocated the Ravens in Buffalo 17-13. Went on the road. 
Lost by 14 to the Chiefs in the ASC Championship game. They come back last year. They blow out the Patriots in their wild card game. They go to Kansas City and they completely botched a sure victory. If your guy takes you down the field and you score with, you know, 15 seconds or left, uh, less left, and you lose the game, I don't know what to tell you. That's an all-timer, and that's what happened to the Bills last year. And now this year they've returned with a, a, a win that wasn't as easy as it should have been against the Dolphins with a third-string quarterback. And it's not that they lost to the Bengals yesterday. It's how they lost. They were completely dominated from the opening kick. Bengals took the opening kick, went 60 or went to, you know, 70, 75 yards on six plays. Easy as pie. Seven-nothing. Bills quickly stopped. Bengals get it again, right down the field again, 14-0. And that's all she wrote, man. The Bengals were significantly better than the Bills. Now, in fairness to the Bills, they hit a lot of rough, uh, rocky patches injury-wise. When Von Miller went out, he took their pass rush with them. And even though they've been winning games late, they have not been that same dominant team. But I, I'm not here really to parse out what they did this season and what they did yesterday for that season to come to an end. But they are a reminder With a great young quarterback and a good team and multiple playoff bids in a row, there are no guarantees, and the Bills are still in search of that first Super Bowl trip in 30 years. And with a a top three quarterback, by the way, the quarterback rankings have now shuffled, haven't they? Joe Burrow's two, and it ain't close. Joe Burrow's two, there's a gap. Allen and... and, and Lamar, if you want, and Herbert and Trevor and Jalen Hurts and... Oh, Dak Prescott, by the way, is about 22. And Jalen is trending up. He's trending up. For sure. Yeah, very, very right. But you ain't I, there ain't a person in the world. You you take Jalen Hurts, I'll take Joe Burrow. <laughs> right? I mean, the, the gap is now. Burrow has beaten the Chiefs three times in a row. He just won a road playoff game. And it was, he won a road playoff game. He started nine for nine. Dude is fantastic. They're really good, aren't they, the Bengals? They got a franchise back with Joe Mixon. And that's a guy that can, you can hand the ball to in the fourth quarter, and he's going to take care of things for you. He's going to punish you. Yeah, they got a great uh, receiving core, just a great receiving core, three really good receivers. And and Jacksonville's Hayden Hurst uh, showed up with some flair yesterday at the tight end position. He was awesome. This one wasn't close, man. This was all Bengals. This this was it was hard to ever get in that game uh, if you're a Bills. Now, like the Bills got back at the beginning of the third when they went down and made it seven was seventeen seven at the half. They went down, they made it 17-10, but then uh, Burrow and the Bengals drove right down, got another touchdown, and um, it, it was pretty much all she wrote. And again, with a good young quarterback now, this is for Josh Allen, his fourth postseason. Bill still don't have anything to show for it. They've only been to one conference championship game. They lost that one by 14. And I know they had injuries. There's reason, guess what? That we all had injuries, didn't we? The Jags just played without their starting left tackle. They played without their leading sacker when he went down. The Chiefs were playing without their speed. I mean, there was injuries everywhere. The Chiefs hobbled around uh, Patrick Mahomes for an entire afternoon. You know, except for Chad Henney going 98 against his former team. That hurt, man. That hurt. Listen, I'm not here to tell you Henney carved him up. So what? He only had like 20 yards passing on the drives. It doesn't matter. He was the quarterback. Do whatever it, it takes. Had another, had a weak sauce call on that drive against the Jags too, by the way. But 
Yeah, Bills go down yesterday to the Bengals. The Bengals are going to Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes has a high ankle sprain. It's amazing that he even played. I mean, it's amazing. I never cheer for an injury, but I got to say, I kind of was like, yeah. <laughs> you should have heard Daly's place when they saw that. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of poor form to cheer injuries, but right. you can't help but be excited. Yeah, that's what I wanted like. Mahomes to play. I want. I mean, when he got hurt, I didn't want him to go to Henny. Playing Mahomes was a mistake. The Jags let him off the hook. They let him off the hook, man. You let a one-legged guy who can't push off. They had opportunities for picks. Tyson Campbell didn't have his best game, did he? You know, he didn't. He let Martez Valdez-Scantling get behind him in that, in that end zone touchdown. That was his coverage. He let that, that the play that, that it, Mahomes kind of off his back foot, he threw a little short, and the receiver stopped. I think it was uh, Schuster maybe boxed him out and went up and got one. Didn't play terrible. Didn't have his best game. The Jaguars defensive line did not show up. Didn't show up. Now the Bengals go to Kansas City. I like the Bengals. I like them big. I don't mean by a big number. I'm saying I really like the Bengals to win the game. And I like the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl and win that. But we had a shuffling of the quarterback rankings. It's not Burrow and Allen aren't aren't the same category. Burrow's better. He's better. We got to hope that Trevor gets into that category. We have a top ten quarterback. Let's. Uh, he's going to only get better, right? That's also really exciting about about Trevor Lawrence. Trevor met the media. Uh, look, the team came up short. He knows they'll be back. He now really going into year three with a playoff run under his belt and the and the and the and the four touchdown comeback against the Chargers. It'll really be his team. He's not some young green rookie anymore. He's about to become a grown A man over the course of the next six, seven years, right? As he completely takes control of his team, Trevor Lawrence's Jaguars. So here's what he told um, his guys in the locker room. I told him we're going to be back, man. I'm, I'm thankful for him and just what he's brought to, to this team, to my, for, for myself, you know, as a friend, as a player, just, you know, special, special guy. So I'm, I'm thankful for him and, and so many guys in that locker room that I told him after the, you know, when we brought it up in the locker room, told him I'm just thankful that what everybody sacrificed to get here because it's a lot of, you know, not everybody sees what guys sacrifice and whether that's playing injured the last half of the season, whatever it is, guys sacrifice a lot to, to do what we were able to do and um, just came up a little short. Look, I will say this, and, and Doug Peterson will speak to this was a winnable game and we blew some opportunities. But if what you're about to hear Trevor say is true, let's think for a second outside the metaphor of setting the bar. When you set the bar in reality, what are you doing? You're setting the minimum standard for what you're going to become. Set the bar doesn't mean you go to the second round playoffs and then you go 15-2 and two and you lose round one. You, you're not, you haven't reached the bar. So indeed, if this was setting the bar, getting a wild card win, going on the road, you make progressions, right? Next year, you get a home game. You win a division, you get a home game. You The bar... Of winning a playoff game, going on the road, winning 10 games total, that is the bar. You got to now set the bar higher, and you got to go higher and higher and higher. But for now, the bar's in a much better place than it's been in a long time around here. Yeah, I mean, that was, you know, that was a, obviously a Yeah, it's like, like I said, it's uh, it's hard to talk and think about that, but it's it's special what we were able to do. And like I said, no one, no one thought we should be here, and we just kept believing, and it was really cool, really cool to be a part of, and, and it was special. And like I said, just the beginning, you know, I think that was this this year obviously was huge for 
for this organization, for our city, for just our franchise, you know, moving forward. And, and it kind of sets the bar of, of, of who, who we're going to be and, and what we're going to do moving forward. And, and that's the mindset. And, the, and we won't settle for less than that. So, you know, we got a taste of it being here, but there's more, there's more left. And we, we all feel that. So important for Trevor to get some of these results early in his career. Not play your way into finally making the playoffs and winning a game four or five years down the road. The great ones, they come in, they flash. Burrow went to Super Bowl year two. Allen year two had his team in the playoffs. Mahomes, his first year playing, won the Super Bowl. The really great ones, they come out quick. It's not some process. You don't find franchise, elite franchise quarterbacks five, six years into their career. You just don't. You come at So it's important uh, for Trevor Lawrence to do what he has done uh, this year. And, yeah, it should be a lot of excitement around the football team. Look, they've got some issues, and we'll get into some of what they need to do this offseason, what lies ahead of them, the – you know, the player issues are going to run into personnel-wise with who's free agents and not. But there's really not a whole lot that's out there to be lost. You know, they got some guys, some nice role players. We need to upgrade, quite frankly, in some areas too. But the, you know, really, I'd say the big names you're going to have, you're going to have Jawan Taylor, which I, I don't know how much of a decision that is. You, you, you got to move on from Taylor and put Walker Little on a rookie contract and you're over the salary cap. It'd be great to keep them all. You can't. Um, and that's a little dicier because of Cam's, you know, prognosis with that knee injury late in the year. Um, so you're dealing with that smoot coming off the injury. I just don't know. Job well done. We can come back as, you know, some sort of vet minimum type deal, but you, you, you can't open the bank for smoot. That's for sure. So there's another, um, factor that you're dealing with. I believe Marvin Jones, uh, contract is up, you know, Calvin Ridley comes in. Uh, Jones has been a good trooper around here. It, indeed, he's played his last game as a Jag. Um, you got a few other ones, you know, just 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 a few here and there. But it's this is not, you know, they don't have crisis tipping point roster decisions to make. For the most part, this nucleus will be signed, sealed, and hopefully can deliver again uh, next year. Look uh, again. Overall, the health of the franchise, the the prognosis, the optimism is higher than it's been in a long time, but. In the meantime, I don't share in some of the overall satisfaction of the fan base. We had a game the other day that the Jaguars should have won. Not could have won. They should have won. You should have stoned up with these six wins and these dramatics that you've had a flair for and found a way to win against a gimpy quarterback that's you know, hobbling around on one leg all afternoon and, and making plays that were open and you couldn't make them. Of all the things that I took, I don't think Doug Peterson did a doggone thing wrong the other day, by the way. And Doug Peterson has really played the role of head coach to perfection. He's done it both from the, the strategy and play calling to the psychology of it all. He told his team when they were 3-7 and seven and left Kansas City, they were going to play the last week for the division crown. And when that happens, your team believes in you even more. So Doug Peterson can tell his team one thing about this season coming to an end. You can't blow open opportunities and beat great teams, especially on the road. He's, he's learned. I mean, he, he's learning how to just put those plays behind him mm-hmm. again. Um, you're nine. If you're on that list, they gave us some opportunities. Um, there were some unwarranted penalties in there too, right? That, that kept, kept them on the field that, that we got to eliminate. You know, there was a rough in the passer and, you know, uh, I think we jumped off sides one time, and there's just things that showed up that we've got to try to eliminate. 
you know, but I thought that overall the defense did a nice job of, of really kind of keeping things down. You know, second half especially, you know, forcing them to punt the football and, and get the offense back on the field. And so, you know, it's again, it's just uh, football games are all about, you know, playing complementary football and, you know, we can we can learn from it and do a little bit better. Uh, the biggest mishap from a, like a strategy from an execution point was, uh, I, I don't know if it was in the plan and if it wasn't, how you can't do a better one to, to let their best player go unchecked all night. I mean, Travis Kelsey often had no one within four or five yards of him. That, it was just obscenely disappointing to watch that happen. I come back and set the rest. We haven't talked about Cowboys, Niners. The Niners just keep keep kind of just, I don't want to say plodding, but kind of grunting their way along, right? Playing defense, running the football. And any momentum that Dak had in his overall quarterback ranking got tanked yesterday. He was terrible. He was terrible. And the 49ers advance. More on that. Some more news from a football fix when we return. It's the Monday morning quarterback, divorcementonly.com. Yeah, and a lot of them were, were short, you know, intermediate type catches. Some of them were off of scrambles. I mean, that's going to happen, but he's a great player. I mean, it's again, he's a, um, you know, big target for, for Pat and and uh, for Patrick. And, and really, you, you know, you obviously got to know where he's at, right, when he lines up in the formation. And we just got to do a better job moving forward. Those are all things we can learn from. Uh, listen, to, to Doug Peterson's point, he's talking about Travis Kelsey there. If indeed you are going to join the hierarchy of the AFC, take your turn with the joust, trying to advance to a Super Bowl, odds are you are going to have to at some point find a way to stop Travis Kelsey. The Jags have just not done I'll tell you something else, too. In like three or four games against Mahomes, I got one sack. Got to pressure the quarterback. If you ask me... A dog on the defensive line is what this football team needs. They got to have somebody that gets after the quarterback more regularly than the sporadic pass rush that we get. And in the biggest game of the year, it no-showed. No-showed, big time. Well, just a lot of Jags issues that we'll sort through uh, today and moving along. Don't forget Breakfast with Baselli coming your way this morning at 8 o'clock. Well, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, over the course of the last three or four seasons, gave both Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott a lot of money. A lot of money. How did they repay them? In a huge game at San Francisco in which the defense held the 49ers in check. Dak gave you 200 yards passing and two interceptions and a passer rating of 63.6, which is beyond putrid. And Ezekiel Elliott went 10 uh, 10 carries for 26 yards. And the Cowboys lose to the Niners. Same old sorry-ass Dallas Cowboys. Same. Hey, how all y'all that were in our stadium there late in the year? How all y'all doing this morning? Uh, you feeling good out there? You big mouth cowboy wearing losers? How'd y'all do here in Jacksonville with that 27-10 lead? Huh? Good. I hope it still stings there, and now your whole season's over. And the, the, the Cowboys got a problem here, man. They paid Dak like he's a guy. They paid Dak like he's Mahomes. They paid Dak like you look at now. Look, they're 12-1 team. They've, they've got a lot around them. But Pollard broke his leg yesterday, and he's a free agent. They got a lot of free agents. They paid a buttload to Ezekiel Elliott, who's just just an average ho hum pedestrian running back, isn't he? Ezekiel Elliott's kind of Leonard Fournette, isn't he? You know, put him in around the five, he'll get you a few touchdowns. He'll have a game now and then, but. Not much more than that, but this is on Dak. Dak was just, just bad yesterday, man. 
And they got after him some. That leaves us with an NFC Championship game of Niners at the Eagles. Two really good teams. Two teams that will, will get after the quarterback. Joey Bosa, or Nick Bosa, rather, had 18 and a half sacks this year. And the Eagles now, through the playoffs, have 75. A Philly was the one easy winner this weekend. They absolutely blew the doors off of the Giants at home Saturday night. Myself, I was in a deep, dark bunk and depression by then after the Jaguars lost. But uh, Dak threw a couple of interceptions yesterday as well. And, you know, Cowboys saying all the right things that they're going to respond. Yada, blah, blah, blah. Uh, good luck, Dallas. You're not beating these teams, man. These teams, these teams are just as young and good with better quarterbacks. The Dallas Super Bowl drought is going to extend for a while. Man, here's the other side of these franchise receivers. They are tempestuous at best and debilitating at worst. They can suck the life out of your team. They can. They can suck the stick-to-itiveness out of your game plan. And, 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 And Stephon Diggs, he started it earlier yesterday. The, the first time that Josh Allen, you know, missed him a little bit too low, or he he got up and gestured and scowled, and I mean, come on, man. But after the game, he he tried to leave with his things before some coaches had even come from the tunnel to the field. Was brought back to the locker room, then he quickly left after. A Diggs who's a team captain. You know, is known as a competitive guy. There's a fine line between being competitive and being a narcissistic distraction. And when you receivers throw your little hissy fits because the quarterback's not perfect. Hey, bro, you're running around against one dude. He's got three or four of them coming at him. And the Bengals came at him a lot. So, yeah, he should be frustrated. He should be a fiery guy. Taking your ball and going home, screaming at the quarterback on the field and Jumping up and down and stamping your feet isn't going to help anything. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin. Hick and Rival and more come your way next on the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorceMenOnly.com. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. I'm You know it! Yes, sir! Woo! I just can't be down. I gotta turn that frown upside down. Got a case of the moon days. I'm January 22nd. My team season is over, but... Somewhat gave it a rip. Yeah, we gave it a rip, yeah, man. It a rip. Important gave is that it a dad gum rip. Trevor said they set the bar. The, the, it's important that that is the actual case. I go back and forth because there's a part of me that knows Buffalo set the bar too, and they ain't got nothing to show for. Well, it. that's why you got to take advantage. And we when talked you have the about chances. this round robin that we're gonna have here in the quarterback situation, and Josh Allen's got nothing, and Justin Herbert's got nothing, and it's Burrow and Mahomes right now. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, 
I'm very proud of the of the franchise, of the season, the season. But but I felt like I think like you are saying, we we man, when you get there and you have the opportunity, take advantage of it. Yeah, so you injured their quarterback. They're playing their their yeah. best players. The playing animal on, was wounded on one leg, and you couldn't finish him off. No, they couldn't. They couldn't. I think their O line really stepped up. I think that was part of it. I think their O line and our D line didn't. Our D line was getting after him while he was healthy, and and he was you know That's how moving around, and then he got hurt. Him. By the way, uh, so many people on social media saying what a cheap shot no, by Arden Key. What no, are they talking they're about? They're just going in after him. That's silly. That's silly. Yeah. But anyway. So, uh, so the Mahomes factor is relegated. Then you get the 98-yard drive, which, really, I mean, really was a 55 yards handed to him. You got a 15-yard crap A uh, roughing the quarterback, which I don't mind if you call that one, yeah, but then you better call, call the other one. They didn't. So that ticked me off. Sure. Uh, and then you get a 40-yard, I mean, really kind of fluky run. I mean, the guy is stopped, he, but nobody touched him, and yeah. he— yeah. Sprinted out to the left. And That's got the choppiest the runner, dude. He looks like yeah. his. He had a good game. He's got to take like like if a normal running back takes three strides to go ten yards, that dude takes twelve. He's like choppy, like he's running through tires when he runs. He had a good game, and so That's very good. They were uh, Jags were not good against the run. They didn't shut down the run, but no, they had a hundred. We had one forty four, and they had one forty four. But the, the I mean, at the end, the but only, they had one fifty five in the first game against us, and the score was basically the same, except we kicked the field goal my to biggest, win me money. My my biggest. <laughs> But I lost it on the over. <laughs> My biggest criticism, you know, against like the strategy part of what happened was yes. more than anything was I don't understand what you're doing with Kelsey, man. That was just terrible. And but I can't wait that, for I can't wait for Tony because I mean I was talking about it all Tony night. Vaselli. Yeah, at eight because I want to ask him because I'm not a football guy. But I, for the life of me, every now and then there's certain different things you can do, and like first off, I think you got to play Kelsey like you play defense in basketball. That's my first thought. Body okay. him up. Yeah. Box Body him, out. him up. Yeah. Physical. Him. Secondly, I would have put Trayvon Walker, uh, who can't sack the quarterback anyway, on Kelsey, on the line of scrimmage, and not just like hit him as he I mean attack him. Well, here's the like, deal. Are you allowed to do that? Yeah. Like of if course. you're if you're yes. the I could come towards yes, you. Of course. I would have Trayvon Walker run into Tra- I, I don't understand. Just knock him down. Knock him down. Yeah. And if he gets by so you. So what? He's wide open anyway. Well, no. Then I would have Cisco <laughs> or or one of my safeties over the to oh, your behind point, him. My, my point was. And I'd leave one-on-ones elsewhere. And well, my point was the way the game was the other night. Yeah. You could have whiffed on him. He'd be the same open he was the yeah. way you're covering yeah. him. He had 14. That was, that was poor by Mike Caldwell. That was bad. That well, was a that was poor. Now, there were some times, like I saw, Kelsey is a, listen, yeah, there, there are some positives yeah. here. Like, nobody stops Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey and Mahomes have an unbelievable chemistry. He has an uncanny knack for finding those soft spots. I mean, so there's some positives on Kelsey that make it tough for any team. But clearly, they, Kelsey was the game plan, and I didn't think we ever really adjusted. Well, it, it seemed like we never had a plan to stop him. You you don't understand that that's where they're going? Well, and the inability to stop the run was also maddening. But really, all that stuff happened. Now, those are football games. They're going to make their plays. At the end of the day, we said before, the Jacks aren't going to lose because of playoff experience or home crowd. They're going to lose because they failed miserably with three big play opportunities. Yeah. Christian Kirk, you got to catch the ball, man. Yeah. It's, there's no reason, excuse. It's not they okay. Me, they told me Collinsworth said that was an overthrow. Yeah, right in his hands. That was terrible. Agnew, you can't fumble it. I'm sorry. We all feel bad for you. And by yeah. the way, I'd like a little longer look, whatever. And Alua can, I mean, catch the ball, it's bro. Not, it's not. I think it. 
I need to know what happened there. I don't know if they reviewed it because there was an injury on the plane. They never said anything. They, they reviewed it in the in the break. I would think it had but, to be. If not, then we would challenge, wouldn't you? You, I'm, and, and I went. Listen, Twitter's like fifty fifty on that. I, I am said too. yesterday morning I, there was one angle where I'm like, he didn't have that football, not long enough. Like if he caught, if that was his catch in the end zone, it would have been incomplete. That's fair. I, I, so what is a catch and right, what is it? Yeah, I don't know that's anymore. A, that's, that was really well stated. If he caught that in the end zone, it's it incomplete. No yeah. chance. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I, I don't understand the these back. So, the back view looked like it was. It could definitely be incomplete. The front view, it's it's like close. It's a judgment. You got to make. What bothered yeah. me is why didn't we spend ten minutes like yes, the NFL does, correct. looking at it slow correct. from a hundred angles? It's like correct. ah, screw it. They're the Jags. Yeah, ball. That's what I felt like yeah. too. That's what I now there was an injury, so they took a time. Yeah, it felt and, like the NFL wanted the tell. Chiefs and Bills to play in Atlanta yeah. and the Bengals ruined their party. That's good. I couldn't tell if they were reviewing it or not, and they never went and after after review the ruling none of that. So it was just frustrating. That part that part but more but than to anything, me, hold to on to the, the ball. But oh, first sure, of all. Sure. Right. To me though, and I'm not gonna I love that kid. No, that I'm not, kid I, I get is it. Just the best returner in the game, yeah. and he brought us back 100%. twice. Yeah. I got you. And you can't, can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. And he knows that. He, yeah. he, he apologized on Twitter. Well, and Christian Kirk has to know that if, yeah. you want, if you want to be an alpha dog, you know, highly paid receiver, yeah. you got to catch the freaking but, ball, but, man. But to me, in the first half, there were three drops that killed us. Yeah. There's the Kirk drop. Yeah. Aluakon had one in his mitts for a pick. That's that, the one. That negates right. The, That's one and, of the three plays. And Hasty had one that would have let us get a field goal. Yeah, so, that one didn't bother me as much because huge, but I, I hear you. Nonetheless, those three in the first half. Second half, you know, it was the two turnovers. And, and then defensively, if you had said to if you had said to the Jags, Kansas City's gonna have twenty seven before the game. Right. You take that? Sure. You yes. would? Yeah, I think I would too. But if you would have told me Because that means I gotta get twenty eight, I think this? I can get twenty eight. What if what if I we didn't get twenty eight? And they gave him two drives, the ninety eight yard drive in the first half. And then the second half, we got 2017. What we if, got momentum. What if I and they went right this. down the field and scored again. You would feel even stronger if I said Mahomes is going to get 20. You let Henny go 98, dude. What in the world? Yeah, I know. Well, and it, it's, even I still. Know. 55 yards of it were gifted. Yeah. Well, I, it's not, I, I wouldn't call the run a gift. No, it was the, a good play. It was a great play. Yeah. But, I don't know. In the end, they were a little bit better, though, Pross. Uh-huh, uh, for sure. Like we said before, point being, we if, you need, make, if you make those three plays, yeah. if Kirk catches right. the ball, right. if Different Agnew game. doesn't fumble, yeah. it's not a, the Jags win the but, game. But that's every game, right? Yeah. And, and so we needed the, the I won the game here, in, in Philly. <laughs> here's my overall, overall, we needed to play great. You have to play great on the road yeah. in the playoffs. You got to make those plays. We didn't play great. Yeah. We did not. I, and they'll tell you that. We did not play great. So, when you don't play great on the road, uh, listen, this is the, the the Chiefs are the new version of the Patriots. Five straight AFC title games. Well, they got to win the Super Bowls to go with it. But sure. I understand. But yeah. five straight a- in the AFC, this is the Andy Reid Invitational coming up this, this weekend. And I'm not so sure they would have rather gone to Atlanta to take on. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the Bengals are better than the Bills. The Bill, the Bills got to do some soul searching. Might be time for a different head coach. I mean, you ride a guy so long, bro, and they're going backwards I, now. They're getting, you know, the they shocking went to the championship thing, game. They went to the second round. Now they lose their first one. The shocking thing to me was how dominated they were in the trenches on both sides of the yeah. ball. And from Cincinnati's the finish, backup offensive line. Three different guys in there. I mean, 
Where's Ed Oliver and Rousseau and some of these high draft picks? Those guys did nothing. They really miss Von Miller, too. They and, really – he and, took their pass rush with him when he left. They yeah, miss him. Yeah, and Cincinnati's, and Cincinnati's defense was terrific. Yeah, they That were, Mike Hilton, former Jaguar, by the way, oof. Mike Hilton, uh, yeah, had he's a developed hell, a heck Pro of a Bowl game. level player. Heck of a uh, game. They were raving about his defensive coordinator all over the place yesterday. Yeah, Maru, the, Maru. Yeah, the Bengals are better than the Bills, dude. Yesterday said a lot, man. The, like I said – the Bills got to do some soul searching. They're yeah. no longer the team. Now they're uh, just a team. You know, uh, you got to go win playoff games. You got home field. And I'll say this about Buffalo, in fairness to them. And they've been through a lot this year. I get it. There's a lot of yeah. stuff going on up there that they had to, had to you know, live through and be a part of. And maybe they just were finally enough. But give the Bengals credit. They said, all right, we'll go to Buffalo. We'll go snow falling. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, that Joe Burrow is one cocky dude. He He's is good, good. too. He's good. You know what Joe Burrow said when they asked him about the window closing? Yeah, my career. Yeah, the close when my career's over. <laughs> I like he, the I like the quote about the hey, get y'all's refund. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. got he got a real, and that's fair too because they put they pumped that up. And, and look, the, he got a real break coming into the league. He came in the league in a great situation. He's got unbelievable talent, and he's got Joe Mixon. I mean, he's well, got it all. Now, to their he got credit, Jamar Chase. to the Bengals' credit, it was. Do we take Jamar Chase or Panay right. Sewell? Yeah, because there's a lot. That's our, the one. Our quarterback's right getting killed. Yeah, let's get let's get Sewell towards ACL. Yeah, right? let's get Sewell yeah. to protect our quarterback who's getting killed. And they said, Ah, we're going to take Chase. And that was like the third or fourth pick of the draft. Yeah, it was high. So if he was a bust, they would have been just crucified from here on. But it forward. worked. But it worked. It worked, and he's. By the way, here's another <sighs> just sidebar to 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 Buffalo, and that is. Now you got a Stefan Diggs situation. He's like all these other volatile divas. He's receiver. a good dude. He, he was did just, it the whole game, Hick. Did he? he can't act that way. No, he it's can't. poor. It hurts the team. It hurts your mo- everything. He did it the whole game. He started gyrating and gesturing on the field did he? in the first quarter, screaming at his quarterback on the sideline in the third. You can't do it, dude. I got to be honest. This is my my day yesterday. Big Big Daddy's getting old. He's he's. Are you yeah. Big Daddy? I'm Big Daddy. Okay. He's right. tripping the lights fantastic in Kansas City for oh, with you, the Googans running hard. Oh, you ran hard. Oh, huh? he would. He and me were. It's not like collaborating. You. <laughs> it's not so, like you to go so I got hard. Some guy in a bar in the bar on uh, oh. Friday night. <laughs> oh di- man. He goes, hold on. He dials up E. There's E sitting in a bar at a in bar. Jacksonville. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And all it. of a sudden. He sees Danny's face. Ah! <laughs> so he, so, that's one of E's boys. Yeah. So so anyway, but it was such a, that was that was that was such a, a a good you know the 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 boys really brought it. That's a great season. It was they gave great, us a lot it was of fun. great. A lot They're of probably folks not winning out. the Super Bowl this year. They could. I know. The Only defense isn't good gets, enough. They nah. don't make, they don't make enough plays on defense. The defense no. is okay. Yeah. You know, the offense, I think, is – but and, and again, too – Yeah. And just one last thing. I know we're going to go around and around here for the yeah. for the next couple of days even. I will accept your reason that, okay, ETN wasn't hurt, and and I'm not pretending to be – it's dumb to not play Travis ETN and then play Hasty instead. It's just dumb. I'm sorry. There's yeah, I don't no, know what the deal was no there. There's no reason to do it. I was He's got to be hurt. He's I was doing a post-game show, yeah. so uh, he ran hard. He hardly played Hastie in the fourth quarter. He played like three or four snaps, Hick. He was not in the game. I don't have the numbers, but I, I, I know I, I asked in the press box, "Where's Etn?" Yeah, and then I saw him. And I actually tweeted it, and then he trotted Came out in for the a next play, play, and then he left again. 
He came at because Hasty was starting drives. That's how you know he's hurt. Yeah, Hasty was starting. He drives. started like four drives in a row, man. Yeah. So yeah. that he's obviously hurt. They just didn't say what it was. Huh. I, it has to be. You, why would you not play a guy that if you get it to him, he's ten times more dangerous yeah. than the guy you've got in there? Yeah. So, I like Hasty. Hasty played well. He yeah, he had his twenty-two yard second run. best game he had as a Jack. But anyway, so yeah, so went hard Friday night. Went hard Saturday. I'm standing in the freezing snow. Saturday night outside the stadium for a half-hour show. I mean, it's just snow falling on top. I mean, how do you people do it out there? I can't do it like that. What, in the snow, you mean? That's just cold and awful. I'm driving driving a rental wagon here all over, where was I, Kansas City? And then, and then had the early flight home. So, wake-up call at 4A yesterday to get back by basically kickoff of the Bills game settle finally settle back home get everything kind of squared up sit down to watch the bills game got a good six seven minutes in and (laughs) (laughs) big daddy big daddy went out kind of woke up 17-7 feeling good got a little cola Here comes San Francisco. What's going on here? That 49ers at Dallas he helped me. kind of boring. I don't have the juice anymore. The boys wore me out. Hmm. That'll <laughs> it, happen. Was, <laughs> it was Sunday was a recovery day. My hmm. God. Yeah, you need those, man. Felt like the old days, man. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. felt, like, felt like 11 fraternity row on a Sunday, man. That's I mean, good. At least it wasn't a Monday. Oh, Could be today, you feel Gosh. Worse. No, I feel good now. I'm, I'm, All right. Well, let's just take a quick rest. break. We'll come back. Thanks we'll, for asking. Uh, more on the Jags. <laughs> we'll talk about, you know, what the immediate and, and future holds as far as this offseason. There's some decisions to be made and hopefully some decisions that go the Jags way. We've got breakfast with Baselli today. When we oh. come, come back, we will, uh, you know, talk about some of the other uh, issues and answers and storylines in sports as well as we're up and rolling on the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorceMenOnly.com. Hit it! All right! Oh, yeah! All right, so a lot going on with the Jags. And I got a couple of one-to-one financial poll questions for you today. Okay. Kind of excited. I had a bonus one. Wow. Yeah. What happens when you go hard on the road? Yeah, hard. Our one-to-one financial poll question of the day. Who will be the most important piece of the Jags going forward next season, excluding Trevor, of course? Um, and this is who you have choices to pick. Okay. You have Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. You have whoever the first round pick is. Okay. You have an improved Trayvon Walker, or you have a big free agent signing. Now, a lot of people say, well, you're not going to have a free agent signing. And maybe you're not. You might put your money, available money into the guys you got. But those I, are your four um, choices. Uh, In other words, which yeah, sort Trayvon of- Trayvon Walker has got to be more than – an average football player, yeah. you know, and statistically yeah. he was just average. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the guy that they bypassed had what eight and a half, nine sacks, and was a rookie. Mm-hmm. And they're pointed him being just what they thought he might be—a fifteen sack Bosa type. And if that ends up being the case, despite all of the hits, um, you know, that have come along, that's such a miss by Balky that it's going to be hard to mm. stomach. Well, fifty-one point nine percent are excited about Calvin Ridley. Yeah, twenty-eight point eight. Want an improved Trayvon Walker. 12.7 say big free agent signing. Only 6.6 say first round pick. They know us. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this. I've changed my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, gather it all up. You know, we, if, if DeAndre Hopkins wants to play here in Jacksonville. Yeah. And you can get him. Yeah. Then you go get him. Yeah. You don't say, well, we got Christian Kirk. If you run out 
DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, and Calvin Ridley, mm. then you have no excuses for the Bengals or the Chiefs or anyone else with with mm. personnel. What do you think? Mm. I changed my mind on that. I, I think mm. I don't. I think Hopkins' deal at this point too isn't as unmanageable. How old is D Hop? I mean, we're just using like for 30. a couple of years, right? Yeah. You're just yeah. trying to fit him in for a couple mm. of years while you got a window, mm. right? I'm not against it. Yeah, I'd give up my first round pick for him. I tell you that. I would too. The 24th pick, you yeah. bet. Imagine adding Ridley and D Hop to Kirk. He turns 31 in June. You keep Ingram. 31. You only 32. want him for a year or two. Like we're we're yeah. we're banking. We're gonna win it now. Yeah. Right and get yeah. one and like yeah. like Mahomes did. Well, right. Listen, after this year, I think it's after this year. It's gonna be time to pay Trev. Yeah. I think you only get three, right? Yeah. It's a four-year deal, and usually, if you determine, if you think the guy's the guy, well, he's the guy. You give him the ten-year, five hundred million dollar contract, yeah. and away you go. Yeah, and that's what they'll do. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Yeah, of course. Joe They're Burrow's just, about to get his. They're all getting theirs. Yeah. Dak Prescott got his, and he's terrible. Our bonus one-to-one financial poll question: Next season, Jags play the Bills, Chiefs, and Bengals. What's their record against those three? Three and zero, oh, baby. Two and one, next level stuff. One and two, but competitive. Zero oh, and three, oh no. I, I think. Jack, I think I'd go Bills, two. I think I'd, I think I'd go two and one because two of them are at home. All right. I mean, I think that they'll beat the Chiefs at home next year. I think they can cross that bridge. All right. I, I'm, uh, you know, Buffalo Tom, turn it off, my dear friend Buffalo Tom. I'm really sour on the Bills, dude. Yeah. I'm well, sour. Saw, well, we saw it coming. I know we did. We've been talking about they it. Kept winning, but we yeah. saw it coming. No, when we you, saw when, it coming. We saw it coming. When you struggle to beat a third team quarterback in Miami in round one, and then you are dominated by the Bengals. That's yeah. the problem yesterday. Yeah. They got dominated yeah. at home from the first snap. Mm-hmm. So I I don't fear going into Buffalo near as much as I did six weeks ago. I I feel bad for that fan base. Uh, yeah, so do two I. and one next level Three stuff. Fifty two point seven nine hundred votes by the way. Thirteen point three three and oh thirty percent one and two but competitive four percent oh and so that's between me two. I mean the optimist says two and one. The real says it could be one and two, but. Listen, playing regular season games at home, the Bengals aren't the same as playing them now, right? They could certainly beat Cincinnati at home next year. It's going to be interesting to me. Here's a here's a quickie poll for you. Mm-hmm. How many of those three games will be primetime games? Yeah. Probably one or two. Yeah. Not three. I mean, you got to keep some games good on Sunday, but the quarterback matchups are what attract you. Look at the schedule, though. It's not going to be as easy next year. You got all the first place teams from the AFC. You have to play the 49ers, maybe the best of the first place teams from the NFC. Mm-hmm. Did Adam uh, Schnipner say yesterday Schefter? that Schichter? Schefter, yeah. Schachter? Yeah. What is it? Mm-hmm. The gray one? He's a gray. Yeah, he has some sort of jaundice, but I, I don't Did know. Did he what, say yeah. that Aaron Rodgers is going to be traded this offseason? I think That's he, the kind of the word I, I don't get. Know, he didn't I, couch it. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't see him say that. I, think, okay. I did hear him think that he w- doesn't think he'll play in, in Green Bay. Which, why did he sign a three-year 150 if he wasn't just going to finish it in Green Bay? But the way I understood it, he sort of said both sides know this and are okay with it. And, huh, I mean, I think he could be earmarked to the Jets very easily. Anyway, with that said, another in the AFC, uh, the Jags unrestricted free agents this winter, Jawan Taylor, sign or no sign? Well, you can't sign everyone. That's a no, that's a no sign. So Walker Little shoves you over. Have to, Cam's back I mean, and, that's you have yeah. to. You know, I mean, it might all not, likelihood you're probably yeah. right because you got to save some money. You need well, some money. Evan Ingram is the guy that you got to decide. Yeah, and Key. Those are the two to me. Evan, Eden, you know, Ingram and Arden. Well, Arden Key. I don't think the market for Arden Key is going to be anything fantastic. You could no. probably get him back about the same kind of deal. Anyway, yeah. And so here, Taylor, the, I think, is gone. Here's and why he's a good player. To, here's why you have to pay Evan Ingram, or if you decide to pay Evan Ingram, because you can sit there and say, "Well, we can franchise him for the same amount." Mm. 
That's sort of dirty pool when a guy takes a one-year. He takes the one-year deal with the knowledge of, okay, if I do well, then you're going to take care I of it. I don't care so much about that. I, I see your point, mm-hmm. but I— Well, it's a bad get look him, for a football get franchise him, get with him, See if you can get him three years, 36. Yeah. Because he's young. He's yeah. athletic. He's only 26, right? Yeah, he's a good player. Okay, um, so Ingram, I'm re-signing. Marvin, Taylor, jo- Marvin Jones he's probably gone. gone. Yeah, 100%. Arden Key, you hope to keep. Yeah, but but not not if it stresses me. Yeah. I, I got to be honest. Yeah. After just trying to build up an inflated, non-existent value of this D-line, yeah. you can just completely overhaul it if possible. They're ter- I, I mean, we don't – nobody on that D-line is wow. I think now, at, I'm, as it's all said and done now, Dan, I'm not sure Roy Robertson Harris isn't the best one. He might be. I mean, just – you know, it's a shame for Al. Allen had a good year and he had a good postseason. He got stifled the other day. I don't think we. I don't think we should dumb down Allen's improvement. He's, you know, his grades gotten better every year. Well, he's I, back I, next year. Yeah, sure. So there's no worry. But the, at the end of the day, you drafted a guy number one overall mm-hmm. and told the fans it doesn't matter if he doesn't have numbers. It does. He did not affect the quarterback at all. Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Walker. He didn't affect a one-legged quarterback at all in the most important game of the yeah, year. Yeah, we needed something from him. Uh, Corey Peters. Uh, no. Uh, Gotsis. No. Smooty. No. Manhurts. No. Herndon. No. Dewey. Uh, it'd, be, it'd feel good, but no, not if anyone's going to pay him. Uh, now, look, I, all of these no's, mm-hmm. you know, in the right money, but, yeah. you know, these guys earn more money. Somebody else will pay them more. You know, Tampa will pay us. Somebody will pay them more. Dan Arnold and C.J. Beathard. Those are your unrestricted free agents. The top of the list is Evan Ingram and Jawan Taylor. And Arden Key, those are the three yeah. pieces that you got. Ingram to me is the is the must get of those three. I'd like to have Key back, but I, again, I like my D lineman producing stats. By the Not way, feel good, try hard, you know, motor I, guys. I saw it against Saturday Saturday afternoon. It's amazing to me, and it happens every now that people are watching the Jags. Is it just me, or does the Jaguars' right tackle seem to get yeah. lever? You know, I saw another game this weekend where the guy moved just before they called yeah. it on him. Yeah. He, they did call it? Yeah, on, on a different guy yeah. for another team. It was a left tackle for one, one of those teams that yeah. played yesterday. But It's amazing, um, man. It's amazing. So, um, by the way, who was I? Uh, boy, San Francisco. I was going to say this about San Francisco. By the way. The Eagles are going to have to beat San Francisco or my my no-rookie quarterback is going to be blown up. So right. I need Philly to take care of that. And I think they will. I think Philly wins that game at home. They look we'll really good. Yeah, that, that Niners defense is for real, man. Yeah. So is that Philly defense. I get it. But yeah. the Niners have kind of been through this, and the Eagles are the yeah. You know, yeah. more of the come-lately team. I so. don't want Philly-Kansas City in this tour. I'm rooting for, just for the record, Cincinnati and Buffalo. And by the way— There's no I, Buffalo. I mean, Cincinnati and— San um, Francisco? No, Philly. Um, I'm rooting for a Cincinnati Philly Super Bowl. Why do you 100. want? Why do you not? I don't want like Kansas Andy City Reed because thing, of what happened. And you don't want the whole. No, Andy. I don't oh. like them. I went oh. there and I lost. I, I don't like okay. them. Okay, all right. I'm tired of them. I'm tired of their team. Uh, their fans were very nice. I'm tired of them. <laughs> I, Too I, nice. I don't. I don't. I don't want anything. Uh, no, no. I don't want Kansas City to win. I'm sick of going to Arrowhead and losing. And uh, yeah, so I want them to lose, and I want Frisco to lose because. Uh, you know, you like him. out of deference to our guy Baselli, and I know of his hatred for Johnny Lynch. Yeah, that's not true at all. <laughs> I believe they're friends. <laughs> well, I hate John Lynch. Then is that it? Yeah. So anyway, and they. By the way, did anybody else notice uh, two things uh, from the two uh, weird observations? One, hey Tony Romo, 
You're on camera. You can't be eating when you're oh, making no. $19 million a year to sit there. Did you see that? He does I a stand-up. This was, or I was either in and out of consciousness. But they come up and Nance and Romo's there. And Romo's like, like finishing a cookie or something. Turns out Nance comes back later and says, well, that was, I, I'm sorry, Tony. I, I didn't know we were coming on camera and you were chewing gum or yeah. putting a piece of gum in. Yeah. And Romo's like, ah, the gym, I was coughing. And then uh, the other thing is, how did, did, is Lynch a, uh, what's the type of creature that can, um, <laughs> creature? Why does he have to be a creature? Because, because he's a professional he, GM. No, because he's a, he, he went from the sweet to the field. Yeah, real quick. Like that. <laughs> yeah. He manifested, or yeah. what do you call that when yeah, you, yeah. you, teleported. You, he teleported yeah. himself down to the field. He, so well, therefore, I think he's a creature. They had an injury timeout. They were reviewing something. So I'm Are sure you sure? It, I'm positive. Okay, because I thought the same everybody, thing. Yeah, everybody was saying, because it was, how did that happen? And you knew it was live because. Teleported. Or he has a body a, double. Maybe he's, he has a stuntman. He's a Gryffindorf. He's a he's a he's a uh, some sort of uh, creature is what he is. <laughs> so, I, a Gryffindorf. A Gryffindorf. I'm sure if those are a thing. But uh, by the way, just for the record, <laughs> we the, get Dante Fowler. The big, who, who, who would you say gets credited for being the biggest like top ten bust in Jaguars history? There's Top one, ten bust. Yeah, there, there seems one guy. One? Who, yeah, there seems one who claimed we had a lot of those. There seems one that claimed it more than other. Probably because we were coming off a winning season the year before. One of the few Joker that we had. was up there. Joker was up there, but they didn't have a lot of options. This I mean, guy, our, think, our receiver was a bust. Yeah, I think this guy. Took Harvey a, was a bust. That's the was one. Bust. Yeah. That guy took the biggest beating of all those guys. You think? I do. Okay. Yeah, just for the record, Derek Harvey had the same amount of sacks year one as Trayvon Walker in one less game. So we are not, we are not framing this Trayvon Walker disaster with the emphasis we should. He's got one year to show that he wasn't a third round pick instead of the number one overall. Well, I pick. think I think ultimately we're gonna three and I, a half for Derek Harvey, Dan Jeffrey. I think it's pretty obvious. Ultimately, we're gonna learn that Trayvon Walker needs to be like a uh, look. It just is. I mean, you can't you can't. Force him to be something that he's not. Uh, he's a good football player who's not a star uh, edge rusher. Same year one sacks as Derek Harvey. Jeff, he's he. What we should have done, like I said, is put him over Kelsey. Use him. Use his athleticism in the game plan as a wild card. I just no. I, I talked to Mike Caldwell in the break. He told me he didn't realize Kelsey played for the Chiefs. So that's what happened. Oh, yeah, no. they had stop. no. They had no pregame plan to stop Kelsey. Their plan was yeah, let him run free. We'll stop everyone else. Oh yeah, the question from the back: Who's everyone else? They don't have everyone else. They've got Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> and this, I'm getting out of my system. I am one thousand percent. Ecstatic with the direction that we've now turned and moved. Sure. And I'm telling you, next year there are 12 and 5 football teams. I'll tell you right off the bat, Hick. Yeah. They're going to go, this is minimum, 3 and 1 against the NFC South and 4 and 2 in the division. We're 7 and 3 before we even start playing the big boys. Well, that's good to know. I think that's wow. what I would, you know, that's how I would do it. Hey, listen, here's the thing. One thing about, I'll say this about the Jags. I'm, I'm sad in this respect. Oh. I don't get to watch him again. I, I enjoyed watching yeah, the team. It was a great. It, it was, was fun. It's a great stretch. And if if and, and and I think that's what Jag fan was so grateful for. And I, I think that a couple people like you seem to have gotten bothered by that a little bit because you know you wanted to win a game that you thought you could have won, and I get that. But I do think that Jag fan is grateful in the respect of man. We have been so bad for so long been kicked around and kicked around and laughed at and yeah. thrown dirt That's on over. and for us to be able to puff our chests out 
and bond together and then win these games that and and have these comebacks. You know and how much better. You will never have a better home run than we just had in in December well, here. And down nine against the Ravens, seventeen against the Raiders, seventeen against the Cowboys, ten against the Titans. We won all four of those games. Twenty-seven against tw- the Chargers. We won all five yeah. of those games. And that, and that, by the way, that if ability, that, that belief—if that doesn't make you a yeah. jack, nothing will. Well, that's fair. And here's what's also <laughs> here's what's also going to happen. Yeah, I'll go ahead and tell you something else too. Next year, it's Trevor thirty-seven touchdowns, nine picks. Yeah, he's going to get better. Yeah, he's going to get bigger and stronger and more. You know, that's what I said all along. Wait till Trevor. Lawrence is 26, and he has 100 starts. Yeah. You know, that's another thing of Burrow and Mahomes. These guys are all three years older than Trevor. That's correct. Three years. Trevor did something that was very um, underrated, I thought. It shows me what, again, I'm so impressed with the way the kid handles himself. So the game ends. He's obviously terribly disappointed. He's walking off the field. He stops in the tunnel, turns around, and greets every player coming in. Yeah. And hugs them and, you know. Basically, it's his team. It became his it's team. It's his team. It's his team now. It wasn't going into this year. Now it is. It's, it's his, his team. It's his team. Yeah. And and there's a lot uh, worse people we could leave in charge. Oh, my God. He's going to get really good. Peterson was an awesome coach. Thank God the Jags couldn't work it out with Byron Leftwich. They would have. Who knows where we'd be? That could have been a major screw up last offseason that mm-hmm. somehow landed on. It landed on go for us. All right. Tony Baselli talks more about the Jags game uh, coming up at eight o'clock breakfast with Baselli. Uh, right now, we will uh, step away for a quick break. The Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorcementOnly.com. As we head to break, we do have a prize pack to hand out. E, what do we have for a caller at 641-1010 who is kind and courteous? Oh, somebody going to get a car wash because I got a $25 gift card. At the car wash. Car. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. Come on down to the car, car wash. Yeah. I got yeah. a $25 gift card to Liquid Sunshine Car Wash located off of Southside and Hogan. Get your shine on to the uh, whoever's kind and courteous. Come on, somebody. Oh, yeah. Football's an amazing thing, Cross. Like, somebody said this, and I think it's a fair point. We're, Dak Prescott is a guy, right? I mean, Dak Prescott did not play well, but you know what? His season really mirrors a lot of Josh Allen, who's been held at this you know, Josh Allen is kind of tumbling down a little bit. And and he throws a lot of picks, too. Josh Allen threw a ton of picks, red zone picks, and wasn't able to elevate his team yesterday like, you know, Joey whatever, Joey Brash. It's just such a good football player. So, I will say that, I mean, Prescott threw more than twice as many regular season interceptions. Did he? Oh, wait, no, I was looking at golf. Yeah. Uh, yeah, same. Th- uh, Josh Allen, 35 and 14. Yeah. Dak Prescott, 23 and 15. Yeah. So, well, I mean, he does have 10, yeah. 10 more touchdowns and one less interception. But And there's a little something to – I wonder if Josh Allen decided he – because yesterday there's a lot of times where he looked and like he's going to throw and then he didn't throw it. And I, I'm just wondering if Josh Allen got – it got into his head, we got to stop turning the ball over. But there he has no picks yesterday, and they only get 10 points. I mean, sometimes you just got to let it rip if you're Josh Allen. Because unlike Dak, who only threw 23 touchdowns, Josh Allen threw 35. So sometimes the picks come along with a guy who's going to chuck it around a lot. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, but he clearly is on the, you know, one game. Let me ask you a question. Changes stuff. This is always a difficult question. It seems unfair to talk about a guy who has won. Yeah. But if you're the Buffalo Bills. Mm Mm-hmm. Sean Payton is out there. 
a Super Bowl winner. Uh, you know, yeah. or, do you not bring Sean Payton in now? Let's you know, McDermott came from the defensive side of the football, right? You can keep Leslie Frazier as your defensive coordinator if you'd like. They were, you know, raving about him. Mm-hmm. Do you not try and find and, – and here's another thing, and we've been talking about this for years. The Bills can't run the ball, Dan. Yeah. And if you look yesterday, if you look this weekend, the Chiefs beat the Jags in large part because Pacheco ran at will. 144 yards. The, 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 the 49ers yesterday kept, kept at it, kept at it, kept at it. When the game was done, Mitchell and McCaffrey were running for – Our boy uh... – uh, Foyer got stoned one time by. Did you see? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> knocked him backwards. Ooh. He was coming into rush. I think I was yeah. pass yeah. rush. McKinnon. Yeah. McKinnon. Yeah, I didn't Ooh. expect that. Oh, yeah. McKinnon's not a huge guy, is yeah, he? He got him. He got some. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It happens. But he got him. Um, just for the record, next year the Jaguars at home will play the three division games. Yeah, they've got the Chiefs, the Niners, the Bengals, the Ravens. Yeah, they ain't gonna be packed. The, the it's the Jags are going to play Carolina in in London, aren't they? That's well, the game. no, because I saw Peter, you, pr- you no, no, because I saw Peter King say Carolina will definitely be playing um, the Germany game. Yeah. Well, then I hope it's because the there's two Germany games. I think Carolina's on both of their schedules. It seems hard to believe they would put another. They would take a division game back there. It, you don't want the Tennessee game to be there. I mean, the Colts and Texans, those are throwaway games. The Jags are now the, the – the, it changes. I think it should change for the Jags now that they are the division favorite. Yeah. Like, they'll be the division favorite next year, right? Yes, yes. Jags will be the pick to win the South by everyone. They'll yes. Be, there'll be some that pick them to go deep into the postseason. Yes. This is that fun time of, like, unknown, but there's a lot of positivity around you. Right. And how the schedule is I – I think that we're certainly looking at multiple primetime games next year. We no, can't, don't, don't, listen, don't get too carried away. We'll have more than one. 100%. We'll have... The Jacks will become a marketable team with Trevor, Dan. They won't be... They, the, the market size and all that is not going to matter real soon. Just like it doesn't for the Bills. Josh Allen plays in a tiny little town because of Josh Allen. They put him on primetime. They were on more than anyone. Uh, they weren't on more than anyone. The Bills had five this year. They were on as much as anyone. They, I think that the Jags will have London at 9.30. I think they'll get a Monday nighter. And I think they'll get a couple four o'clockers. I don't think they're going to get. I think Sunday get, night is I the one that'll be They'll get a Sunday night. They, they won a playoff game. Yeah, right. they're one of the last eight teams left. They've got a young quarterback who's a stud in their right. I get you. Yeah, we'll see. I've, I've watched 28 years of the way these guys. They used to go treat all the time us. back in the day. We haven't been good in 20 years. When yeah. they, from 95 to, not, to 99, we were on a lot. Yeah, 2000. We were I ain't on. worried. About, I don't care. No, for, like for me, I like. Yeah, I, 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 give listen, me one o'clock Sunday, and I'm I, happy. I, I'm with you. Those those 8:15 <laughs> Saturday night games got yeah. old. You can have all your yeah Sundays, and, especially if they're home games, because home games, you know, at the end of the day, we got a regular season home game on Sunday night. Your boy here is at home. Yeah. We get up so early. All right, we got Big Bo coming up. Uh, we'll get his thoughts. Uh, I'm going to ask him straight up on Kelsey if that if if um, Dan's plan is feasible or not. It probably yeah, Dan isn't. wanted to fist fight him at the line of scrimmage, and yes. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Put, put a, I'm just curious if you're put, a, put one of our defensive linemen who never sacked the quarterback out there to cover. Yeah, but he's the football expert. So we'll ask Tony that and a bunch of other questions as we uh, recap the Jag season and more right here on a Monday edition of The Drill. 
Now, Breakfast with Boselli. Brought to you by Epstein and Robbins. If you've been arrested for DUI or any other crime, there's only one thing to remember. Epstein and Robbins. On 1010XL. All right, we got a lot to unpack with number 355, number 71 in your heart, or number 71 in your program, number one in your heart. Probably 71 in some hearts. He is. Not in ours. Not in ours. I'll say this about Tone. He's a man of the people now. The Hall of Fame has changed him, like you said, uh, and it has. It's it has. Not cha- it has. It's it has. made you Tony, a better person. You used person. to be irascible. And you came to the, you came to the event. You're a man mean. of the people. Yeah. You're, you're down it there has. mixing it up. It's okay, Tone. It was terrific. It's a compliment. Yeah, it's a compliment. Why would you take it negatively? Because I've always been a man of people. Wow. You're usually a little grumpier and short-tempered, but that's okay. That's okay. Oh, remember the, the caravan? <laughs> caravan guy. Um, really, and, and, the caravan saved the franchise. Yeah, that's it right. was. Out that's true. The people, you, yeah. sa- you have a lot of saves in your life. You saved this show. You saved the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you don't get enough credit. You know? <laughs> Maybe you're an so, underrated some, Hall of Famer. How about that? Some of some have said that. Some people have uh, mentioned that. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capestone. Ask your question the way you were going to ask it. Me? Yeah. About Travis? Yeah, let's go. All right. Tone, I got I, a lot I, to again, get to here. I defer to you as, <laughs> as a football expert on this one. So, as I'm watching this game unfold, and I'm on Twitter and such, and, I, and I'm watching Kelsey, and, and I understand all the greatness about Kelsey, the chemistry with Mahomes, the fact that you can try different things. What I don't like is just giving tight end these guys, and Kittle too. And I thought Olsen said it a little bit yesterday, free run. So how about this, Tone? How about you take Trayvon Walker and you put him right over Kelsey? And not, not just to hold him up, but you attack Kelsey on the line of scrimmage. You go hit him and knock him backwards. If he gets past you, then you have a safety over the top to help cover him. Um, but you don't let him get past you. Trayvon Walker is not affecting the quarterback. So let's use him as an athlete, a big man, to go against another great athlete, big man, and see if we can at least slow him down or try something different after, I don't know, the 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th catch. Can you, can you um, first, first, can you do that? Is that or is that idiotic? You could t- yeah, I was, Well, it, I mean, there's definitely, I mean, there's part, I mean, part of your game plan can be whether it's Trayvon Walker, because it's not like Kelsey lines up at the same spot every time. Right. And so he's motioning. You're not going to motion Trayvon Walker across the formation. Okay. Uh, because it it messes up the rest of your defense. Okay. Um, now, could you, could your game, part of your game plan be when he is an attached tight end, mm-hmm. so meaning he's at the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. attached to the tackle, that the defensive end or the outside backer, so that'd be, you know, Arden Key, Trayvon Walker, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Allen. Your first thing is before you do anything is you jam the tight end. Right. And you just redirect. Um, and I'm not saying that they, I think they probably did that a little bit. Um, and I do think it's, it's fine to question because I said it going into the game, mm-hmm. like, why don't you just bracket Kelsey right. and just say, he is not going to be the right. someone else. It's to. almost like they went the opposite. It's almost watching the game. It's like we're going to let Kelsey get his and stifle everyone else, which they also didn't do. The run game killed him. Uh, uh, to your point, it almost looked like they went with the opposite uh, strategy. Well, and, and 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 even what I just said, bracketing Kelsey, um, is easier said than done because 
Andy Reid does a great job with Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. He is all over the place. He's in motion. He's outside. He's attached to, you know, he's in the wing. He's on the line of scrimmage attached to the tackle. And so it's not like, okay, Travis Kelsey lines up here. Right. And we're going to bracket him. I mean, he is all over the I place. I get that. Which puts a lot of stress on your defense. And if you are bracketing him everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, now you've got guys running around and, you know, you can cause a bunch of breakdowns. Now, what you would do is you would, you know, pick, say, when he lines up here, this is how we're going to cover him. And if he lines up here, this is how we're going to cover him. Um, you know, and some defenses do that. We did not. Right. Um, why? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not heard anything. Um, I, I, to me, that, that you know, you would have liked to have, you know, you don't like anyone when they catch 14 balls on you. And Travis, you know. Going and two touchdowns. Game. Especially yeah, when the quarterback you know, has one leg, you kind of think, well, maybe the tight end becomes more of a target because you're not going to, you know, well, be able to. Well, he's a big target. He's no. a big target no matter what. Um, to to me, the the biggest disappointment on defense mm-hmm. was, you know, the first two drives they harassed Mahomes. Yeah, they just couldn't get him to the ground, uh-huh. and he gets injured, and for the rest of the game they couldn't get close to him. I actually thought when they put Mahomes back in, I'm like, okay, good for us, right? Because he can't move. Like, right. I was hoping we'd be more aggressive. And, and we did blitz, and we just couldn't win any one-on-ones. And it that was sucked. noticeable, Tony. And I wonder if that O-line to Kansas City deserves some credit because they do. I feel like they said, okay, look, somebody told them, look, this is our franchise, and he's hurt. Now, oh, he I better not that get was, touched. I guarantee that was a conversation on the sideline. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. I, like, I know it was. Yeah. Um, I, I no one's told me that, but I've been in that because situation. Because you're right, where the, we were all over Mahomes early, and then yes, when he after he just, got hurt, they couldn't. He dropped back, and he had all day. And and I was thinking, you know, when the two things that were disappointing: one, you can't let Chad Henney take you 95 oh, or 98 yards. You just yeah. can't do that. Um, yeah, and apparently you we can. Had, we, <laughs> well, we had a chance to get a pick. You got to catch the pick. Oh yeah, I know there was. There were three big plays, Tony, that if they make, the game's over. Kirk has got to catch that ball, inexcusable. Agnew's got to hold on to the ball. It's a, you know, incredibly costly fumble. But the only two, like, strategy things I completely disagreed with, one was, you know, the the Kelsey. He was way too open. But two, Tone, please don't tell me it's for pass protection. But we're in the fourth quarter of the game. We're in winning time. Stay around. Arguably our best athlete that's not the quarterback isn't on the field. So, I, if Travis Etienne wasn't injured, explain to me how he got less snaps than Jamichael Hasty in the fourth quarter. Explain that to me, I, how it makes any I, sense. I, well, I can't. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> unless, and I had not heard this up to this point, unless they were just worried about protection with, <sighs> with Etienne. Yeah, that's what we're getting. Uh, I, that's that's protection. not a good enough reason for me. Well, I I'm mean, just, I'm I know, I hear you. Jeff. I'm, just saying, I'm yeah. just saying that's the only thing I could think of. All right. Um, at that point is, you know, you like Hasty more as a protector and you know you're going to throw it quite a bit. Um, the, you know, I love the team and I love how they play. And any game after the fact, it's easy for us to sure. sit here and think, you should have done that, you could have done this, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. The reality is, with all the questions, and every game has questions, I mean, Bills fans are questioning what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, every team that lost is always like, well, if we done this, why did you do this? So on and so forth. Okay, great. Put that aside. Cause that's playing a little bit Monday morning quarterback, which we're supposed to do, which I'm fine with. With all that said, 
if you make the plays that are in front of you, right, you win that game. Exactly. Also true. And to, that's me, that, yeah. and to me, that is both positive and negative. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and they had trouble in we, those areas way, all guys, year. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the positive. Yeah. This team had the first overall pick the last two years. And they just went and took the best team in the AFC to the mat. All the way. And they and had plays to win. And they didn't make them. But overall, this season is a wild success. I, I can't disagree at all. There, It's disappointing. I it, I don't think we should be satisfied immediately right out of the gates because that game was winnable the other day. When you well, Jeff, a, but that's also positive. Quarterback to – yeah, that's it, fair. But when you get a guy – It's positive that we're <clears throat> disappointed. For sure. Um, that we – they got to get better rushing the quarterbacks. You talked about it in that game, but at the end of the day, the Jacks had 35 sacks this year. You're not going to be a playoff force. You're not, you know, you go up here and look at the top. Guess who's up there? The Eagles, the Chiefs, the the teams that right now are the two strongest teams in football, uh, perhaps. And we, you know, we got to find a way to get to the quarterback. I don't think you do it without different personnel, do you? Well, that was a disappointing, this, that was a disappointment this year. Um, we did not affect the quarterback enough. Now down the stretch, we, we rallied did. with yeah. We had we had like nineteen with about three games to go. We ended up with thirty five. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. So I mean, the last call it four or five games, Josh right. Allen played great. Yep. But he disappeared Sunday, Saturday. Um, yeah. Well, and he disappeared for six or seven games in the middle of the season. Yeah, and then Saturday, him and Walker, nothing much. They, they were just they were not. Yeah. Early they were. Yeah. Early they were, were harassing him and yeah. making him run around. They couldn't. And then I. Give the offensive line credit because yeah. we couldn't get close to an injured guy. And I'm like, if you can make him move, this is over. Tony, like, let me ask you this. You said, uh, and we've talked a lot about the defense and criticized, but in the end they had 27 points. If I told you before the game the Chiefs are going to have 27, would you have taken your chances? Yeah, absolutely. That's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah, even, yeah. even with the criticism, and I don't think the right. pass are great, right. question, you wonder about the Kelsey right. strategy and so on and so forth, the run game with – the run uh, defense wasn't great. So, you know, all that stuff. Okay. You only gave up 27. You played the game you needed to play mm-hmm. to win. I mean, I I thought we had to score at least 30 to win. Right. And we did. And that we ended up, that's what we ended up needing to do. Well, we stopped make, them those two times in the, in, the, in the second half. We did nothing offensively. I thought needed that. needed to answer. Well, that, isn't that where Kirk's drop came to in that no, sequence? That, no, that was, in the, that was earlier. That was. Yeah. Yeah, Kirk. Kirk had a, his big drop hurt. Another big one that no one's talking about. Um, after the tripping call on Walker Little, which, by the way, that was terrible. Call. Um, well, no, I, I mean, technically it was uh, a tripping. I mean, he tripped the guy. Um, I would say his body tripped and it wasn't purposeful. So right. you know, I, I, you see, I've seen that not called plenty of times. Right. Um, it was unfortunate because Walker Little's been playing really good football. He 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 went to plant his left foot and that. The turf was a little slick, and his foot just slipped right out from underneath him, right as Frank Clark touched him. That was my fault because I was just talking about how good he'd been playing, and he had those two and plays had, in a he row. He played good. He did. He's, and he has played, and he played and good. Was, he played good the other night. Listen, Frank Clark and Chris Jones are beasts, man. So yeah, good players. <laughs> yeah. And he just and he slipped. That yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done it. You slip, and next thing you know, you're on your rear end. And you're like, uh oh, this yep. is the problem. Yeah. And there's nothing he could do about that. I mean, it's right. just part of the game and and uh but you're saying after that play what happened the it's third and 19 Mm -hmm. and trevor does a great time buying time rolls Mm -hmm. to his left hits hasty right in the chest yes for the field goal we would have got a field goal yeah it's been a 48 yard field goal Mm -hmm. that's three points that's important 
Right. The, the Alua um, can the Alua can miss on the interception was all would also been huge. Was that the oh, was that God. the Henny drive? It was, wasn't it? Yes, it was the Henny drive. You yeah, I mean, we end that thing. 40. We take over at the twenty-five yard line. We might right. that alone may have won the game. Yeah, that's a fourteen point. Could have been a fourteen point swing. And so, but I'm telling you, as disappointed as I was, right after that game, and just going golly. Because mm-hmm. you don't know how many chances you get. Now, right. I think they're going to get a lot of I, – I think there's a bunch of chances because of Trevor and Doug and the way this team is going to be built. But still, you just – man, you just sit there and go, there, it was right there for us to take. Right. With that said, when I got home and started thinking about it, you know what? It felt good to be disappointed mm-hmm. that we lost the playoff game with sure. against the Chiefs that we felt like we should have won. Okay. Well, it's, it, it I mean, definitely signals kind of a – I don't know if good is right – or about it to your point, it, it, there's there's some and it's okay to that. if eventually you break through, but you know you look at like Buffalo. Oh. And look, those guys, you know, all of a sudden now That's there's all five years of, in a row yeah, now they're going the wrong way. It's great to make the playoffs, and you got to keep making the playoffs, and things got you know, and you need things to happen. But there's Buffalo with Josh Allen, who's you know added, well, for, you know, so guys, just, yeah. everyone needs to get used to it. I know the AFC is going to be a gauntlet. Oh man. <laughs> and and what you need to do is find a way to get into the tournament. Yeah. And then you hope you play your best football in the tournament. And hope somebody upsets and, uh, Cincinnati and Kansas City. No. <laughs> well, I, no, I, no, you got to beat them. I mean, the, I know. I mean that's what, I mean, what Cincinnati, I mean, remember Cincinnati was like one and three to start. Weren't season. they 0 2? I think they started 0 2, if I'm not mistaken. They were terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I think they ended, I think that at one point they were 1 and 3 or something like that. And then just, you know, they weren't playing good. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, Super Bowl hangover, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Boom. And they just kept on, kept on going. And weren't you surprised have, though, Tony, with those three backup offensive linemen, how they kicked Buffalo's D line's rear end? I mean, they dominated them up front. I, I was I was not surprised at the outcome. I picked the uh, Bengals. Bengals had fewer sacks this year than the Jags, by the way. Yeah, Did you know that? I believe it. Yeah, uh, thirty. But I I think Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I think you're right. In my I think you're right. And so when you have the best quarterback. And Zach Taylor is doesn't get the credit he deserves. Five playoff um, wins the last far, two years. Well, and he's very good at game planning. And they had a good game plan. It was short, precise passing, get the ball out of Joe's hand, yeah. run the ball, because you knew Buffalo had a little bit of issues on run defense. And Nixon got it going. And it was, you know, bad weather, and they just played smart, good football. They did. And but that I- defense is underrated. In the last two playoffs, they've dialed it up when the they playoffs have. start, and they are just play great defense. I want, I want to go back to the Jags, though. I want to ask you about this one, too. Take me through the sequence with uh, with Agnew's fumble. Did It It got reviewed, right? All turnovers get reviewed. There was yeah. an injured player, so I'm assuming they go to, you know, I'm watching, I'm trying to understand, and I'm still. I thought I, it deserved more slow. You know, they looked at Jamar Chase for an hour and a half yesterday. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, I thought, I thought. I'm still not I sure, Tom. I thought it should have gone to the review. Uh-huh. I mean, they they review it. The review every turnover. Yeah, they do every. They, they reviewed it, so they mm-hmm. looked at it in the booth, and they did not think there was enough. Of course, they did. They wanted the Chiefs to win, so that helps. I I, I don't buy that. Yeah, I do. Uh, no, I'm not selling okay, it to you. Fine. I'm not going <laughs> to argue with that. You on that? I mean, how do you explain um, the rough in the pet, rough in the quarterback yeah, so stone? Huh? Yeah. Well, that was an awful call. Thank you. By the way, uh, you don't get to see the game, Tony, but I will tell you this. Whatever time Patrick Mahomes got up today, Chris Collinsworth was there just very <laughs> gently nudging him away, kissing him on the forehead. Maybe he's helping him with the treatment with the I ankle. Heard, yeah, I, I mean, my that. God, these two share a sleeping bag, bro. Well, those two and Boomer and Joe Burrow. 
<laughs> well, Joe, at least Boomer and Joe Burrow, there's a tie in. I understand. Go ahead, Tony. See, Tell I me thought, the Agnew play. Give me the Agnew so, play. <laughs> we actually debated. Time to get up, sweetheart. Jeff, Jeff, thought, Jeff thought it was a non-catch. I thought it was a catch and fumble. Okay. Based on the rules. And I – because if you look at him, he catches the ball. Yes, he did catch it. But then you got to have he a football ca- move, right? He, he did. He took two steps, turn, and as he's turning up field. One and a half tone. One and a half. I wasn't sure he <laughs> ever had control in that little turn, though. It seemed like it was He still... did. If, if you look uh, at it, he catches it. Hater. He starts to turn. <laughs> as he's pulling the ball in to secure it, uh-huh. that's where he loses it. Now, the reason I thought it should have been reviewed, because I've seen those called incomplete in Correct. the past. Correct. I thought it deserved a review. I thought the NFL missed it. They should have let um, Hockley go under. I still don't think Hockley overturns it, though. Everybody shut up! Hey, listen, uh, (laughs) Tony, let me know if this changes your mind. Be honest. Dan had the best point I've heard him make today. Oh, was was this one. Thank you so much. If that play would have been in the end zone, they would have called it incomplete. You bet your bottom dollar. I was going to say the worst word. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah, and I, I'm just saying I when it. I watched it, I thought it was a catch. I okay, I, 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 I thought a lot of things are catches. That yeah. aren't. well, where in I my in my house it was like that. It was kind of like 50, most it's people 50, thought 50 it was, everywhere. Yeah. You can, that's the problem with the league. They should have looked at it more. You can't tell what's a catch but and what's not a catch. They, yeah. they should have looked at it like officially and all kinds of angles yes. and bring in Sterator. Let's get to the bottom. <laughs> Where's Sterator tone? That's not the right. They should have. They should. They should have brought it. They should have. They should have reviewed it without a doubt. Yeah, and. And I was hoping they review it because then it's a maybe then you have a chance at least. Yeah, I, that, I, you know, at least maybe look at it, some little, you know, wobble or wiggle of the ball. They could have uh, kept us in the ball game that way. A couple of things, especially with a, at that uh, that was such a right. game changing. Sure. I mean, because you go you go score there. It's a three point game with five minutes left. Well, I just and like to 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 your point, the you know the the Bills uh, Bengals game, the Jamar Chase, it was not near as important. The the Bengals were in. Control and yet they gave that one ten minutes. So that was that was uh, curious to me. Uh, here's one other factor, by the way, that disappeared in the in the postseason for the Jags that was so important down the stretch, and that was the the turnovers went away. They didn't have a single turnover in the postseason. That was a big part. They get a couple turnovers at Kansas City. That game may have gone differently too, and they had they didn't well, force the big, any of the last two weeks. The big one was the. Aluakon has yeah. to catch that. Yeah. And they say that if Aluakon just stays out of the way, Campbell races in, grabs it, and goes uh, all the way. Uh, Could have been one, a big yeah. six. Hey, Tone, one Guggen had a good point uh, on the on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. If, <clears> if, the, if that play, that fumble is picked up by the Jags and they score, they would have r- ruled it incomplete. Fair. Another <laughs> fair point. Uh, yeah. It, that's, they, yeah. Um, you know, this is, but this is what I love about the NFL <laughs> is that, Every Jag fan mm-hmm. thinks it was just the the books were cooked against them. Oh, yeah. The officials, which is that's good. That's how it should be. It's what you want. <laughs> to me, that is a positive. Yeah. That we were were discussing playoff football, controversial calls, fans mad, and this is unfair, and they yeah. have to get us. Yeah. I, I love it. That's well, it's great. It's, it's great to be back in the better, conversation. How much, is, <laughs> yeah, how much better is that to talk about? Who's oh, going to draft? million percent. Oh, yeah. million percent. We haven't gotten to that yet. I. I have one question about the future tone. Next week, you know, after the dust has settled on this uh, finale, we'll really talk about some of the offseason issues. But just one that we can now even at least talk about the season's over. You've already got Calvin Ridley coming in. We know that, assuming he's reinstated by the league. DeAndre Hopkins, by a lot of reports, wants to play for the Jaguars. Do you 
do you try and you know get get a just a like a dream team together here for a couple of years and hit it, hit within that window? Is Trevor ready and developed enough to to make that? Do you because of the age and salary and other reasons stay away from DeAndre Hopkins? Does the idea of Hopkins, Ridley, Kirk, Ingram appeal to you enough to really do some you know kick the tires on that potential? Um, I I don't think he can. Yeah, because of the salary cap issues. Um that it would create. Um, and I actually think, I think this team needs more speed and Hopkins is not a speed guy. Right. Um, so I, I don't think that's going to happen. Now, John, down Hopkins is a fabulous player. And is Trevor ready? Yes. I mean, to me, Trevor is one of the best five quarterbacks in the NFL. It's, it's trending that way for sure. Well, I mean, just I hear you. have a draft today. Yeah. You're probably right. Yep. And tell me when he gets picked. He He's might get picked four between four and six for sure. Yeah. I don't think he gets past six. If you're, right. you know, and, and if you, we had asked that in September, yeah, they, we would fifteen. You know, everybody yeah. would have said hell no. So, yeah. so, um, and you know, having a guy like DeAndre Hopkins would be great, but you have also have to be realistic salary cap. And the team, <laughs> and the team have some big, big questions. If you look at all the free agents and guys who made meaningful impact, especially down the stretch that are free agents, two of the biggest being Arden Key and, and uh, Evan Ingram. Um, and then you have Juwan Taylor, who played great football this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. Now, what do you, you can't keep them, can, can you, Tone? Not all of them. I mean, you got to let someone go. Yeah, I mean, you Walker Little, is, you're going to have to trust it. I mean, you you made that decision with the big deal for, for Cam at left Doesn't tackle. it come down to Ingram versus Taylor? Isn't it come down to that or no? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not, I don't think it's. I don't think it's you binary. You could keep both. Uh, maybe. I mean, but you have to look at the others. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, you have guys that were, you know, uh, I think is Rayshon up this year no. too? Or is he, no, he has one more year. Yeah. So um, it's but, basically yeah. it's it's Arden Key, it's it's Evan Ingram, it's Jawan Taylor. I mean, there are some others, Marvin Jones and Dewey, and there's there's another. But I think Dewey's another. I mean, he's a guy that comes. You need to bring him back. You need guys like that on your team. Unless somebody so, offers him a lot of money to be problem. a starter, yeah. you know. I mean, that's the problem. Yeah, I get it. no. I, he should go try to be a starter. So I get yeah. that. But yeah. if he's not, if he doesn't get it, you need to find a way to get that guy back. Yeah, because he's he's those guys are important in the locker room and what they do on special teams. And sure, the fact that he can come in at safety and you don't miss a beat. Um, I mean, those are important guys. But yeah, they're going to have hard decisions to make, and they'll have some guys. You know, what do you do with? Where Robinson Harris, right? Are you, are you you know he's still under contract? Too. Yeah, he's got another year. Yeah, but he's a big number. Are you going to keep him in? Oh, yeah, see, I haven't even looked at like right. how which numbers get bumped up, and maybe you yeah, go ahead and redo. I don't know. I guess. And then you know you'll get rid of Shaquille Griffin, so you'll get that salary off. Right. I smooth um, you let go. Some of these guys, it's just time to let go. Well, we got to upgrade. Well, smooth, smooth's the free agent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know. That's what I mean. He'll so hook him up. And. And if he wouldn't have got hurt, that's a guy you'd have brought back. Yep. And that's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem that the guys we bring back are our best sackers at five, six a year. We gotta get better. Well, there. I mean, but smooth if he if he doesn't get hurt, he's an eight to ten sack guy. Is there a reality um, tone with uh, Trayvon Walker that he is gonna be what he is and that is No, I I think that's unfair. Well um Jeff had a point earlier, Derek Harvey first year, one of the biggest busts in Jags history, three and a half sacks. Yeah, but I, you also look at the history of the game. I mean, pass rushers have come on after their yeah. rookie year. He never has been a pass rusher, though. 
So my point is he's a good football player, but he's not going to be the sack guy, which leads me to do we need another edge guy is what I'm wondering. Well, uh, you need someone who can impact quarterbacks. So, yes. Um, you, you know, it would be interesting to see what they – you know, Josh Allen has one more year, fifth year. Mm-hmm. So I imagine he'll be back. I mean, yeah. like yeah. Um, Trayvon Walker, you have a whole offseason. Mm-hmm. And, you, you, and what your hope is he just works on – you know, pass rush skills mm-hmm. uh, and develops that because he has all the athletic ability. Right. Um, and then you got to go, you know, you're in the draft 24th in the, in the draft. And you got to go get the best player you can. I mean, there's no, I, I mean, maybe you can go find another free agent like an Arden Key um, right. that can, you know, help you kind of generate pass rush by, you know, just from numbers and you, you have a bunch of guys who get, you know, five to eight. But there's no magic bullet, right? Unless someone falls into your lap. I mean, what you got to hope for at 24, a guy like T.J. Watt, who fell to the Steelers, right, is sitting there that people have questions about and ends up being T.J. Watt, right? Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. But the, I mean, if you look at the weaknesses of this team, I think pass rusher is like really impacting the quarterback, right? Is probably at the top of the list. And which is frustrating, and I I just don't, you know, because the frustrating part is I I mean Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker are really good football players. Yep, really good football players. And I thought Josh would have a much bigger year sacking the quarterback. Right. Um, I thought what we saw the last four weeks we'd see for you know seventeen weeks. Right. And so you know it's in there. Um, but it's been four years. So ultimately, at some point, you are what you are, which. Josh Allen to me is a, you know, six seven sack a guy year. Yeah, he's a, he, right now. If right. I were to describe Josh Allen, really good football player, mm-hmm. seven to ten sacks. Yeah, type of guy. Yeah, and that's okay, Which, but it's not. You know, we uh, you, the point you're making is it being frustrating because you've invested a number seven and a number one overall pick in the in that position, and you don't right. have enough out of it. Right now, no, but I, I I refuse to make judgments on one year on a guy. Okay, that's fine. Like, like Trayvon Walker, I don't think that's fair. Okay, I'm fine. He's a good football player. He's a good kid. He yeah. works hard. Well, he's cares. playing next year. My only point was that maybe you need to, and you you've said that you agree with me. You got to address that situation though because you're not getting the production that you need from those guys. I'm not. Yeah, well, I'm not. Sorry, it, it, I'm trying it, not to it, degrade the no, guys. No, he's just no, not. No, in, no, no. I'm not it, saying, I'm yeah. He's a prisoner to this number one pick. That's what he is. Yeah. Yeah. If he's the number 18 pick or a second-round pick, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But Trent Balky picked a guy who was nowhere near the best player in the draft, number one. I just don't know if you can afford to do that. Right. Well, no, you can't. But that's neither here nor there now. I mean, mm. it, he's on our team, and he's a good football player. And what you hope is that he develops pass rush skills. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's not like like Derek Harvey was stiff. Right. No, I get you. He's a bit much Derek better Hart, football I mean, player. This isn't Derek, yeah, he's like Freeman Walker's an athlete, right? Long, right. powerful. Right. He's like good in space. He's he's violent at the point of attack. I mean, mm-hmm. he just does not have a set of. He doesn't have the skills to rush the passer right now. I think those can be developed, mm-hmm. and I think he can develop those. Um, I hope he can at least. Um, but you, I mean, defense. You have issues at the. And we have issues at corner. You have one corner right now. You really trust. Yeah. He didn't have his best game uh, no. Saturday either. No. Yeah, but he's I mean he's I mean he's a good he's a good player. He's a good football player. Um 
and so what do you, you know, you have to make some decisions at corner. Um, you know, Trey Herndon has been your nickel. He's a free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, Darius Williams did play better when they mm-hmm. put him outside. There's always change, though, and these are all spots. There's always change, right? but I'm yeah. just saying this is like that's why that's why these games are so big because you're never going to have the same team moving forward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. year hey. to year. It just doesn't happen. Now, what you do have, which is different than been here for a long time, coach and quarterback. You have a coach and quarterback, yeah, that you trust. Mm-hmm. You have a good back. Mm-hmm. You have. You have good receivers. You don't have great receivers. Mm-hmm. This is the be- this is the best receiving crew, uh, core we've had since Jimmy and Keenan. Yep. Don't disagree with any of that. Hey, Tom. Before no. we let you go, uh, I, I got to ask you something off the, off off the beaten path here, though. And you know me as 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 a as a fan of uh, the number one Jag of all time, Don Anthony Baselli Jr. And you'll 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 I know what you'll say here in some ways, but this John Lynch guy. I mean. He is he uh um is he a jumper? A jumper. Yeah. A shapeshifter? Yeah. I don't know if that he means. Know well, he, he went from the he went from the suite yesterday down to the field like people are amazed at how how did he get down well, like my, 5 minutes. My, yeah, my guess is, is that, that his secret is that his secret sauce that has allowed him to do the things that you should be doing. He's basically accusing him of being a member of the undead, although it's a lot more simple. They showed him, and then five minutes later, he was on the field. I'm it sure it was five minutes. It was. It was quick. They went to break okay, it he, for three, yeah, four here's minutes. The deal. He's a traveler. I, I, let me tell you what he has. There's a private elevator taken down. Is that what and it is? So he, went, he got in the elevator. Yeah, went there down, you go. Thank do you, you have one? Field. Do you have one tone at the no, stadium? No, I'm not. I'm not. I John and I have different roles for mm. our well. respective organizations. Well. He is the GM. I yeah. do radio. Well, I still don't like him. <laughs> You're both Hall of Famers. You're a Hall of Famer tone. Is Lynch in the Hall? He is, isn't he? Yes, he's in the Hall of Of course he is. He gets everything before Tony. It <laughs> ticks st- me off. He did steal his Fox job. I'll never forgive him for that, but yeah. whatever. He, I'll tell you what, he's, the, he's done a great job at San Francisco. He has. Mm-hmm. You, people question it. People question Hick and hated those two and the coach, too. <laughs> They're good. He still <laughs> hates them. He keeps, <laughs> wait, he keeps waiting on them to fall apart. But I will say this for, for, for Dan. He's been on Cincinnati since before it was – yeah. Everyone was on since he's been on that one. Tony too. Well, yeah. Tony loves yeah. Burrow. Yeah. Tony's I love Burrow, but I I didn't. I, yeah. I now feel like they're like the best team in the league, and yeah. I didn't think yeah. that until. Oh no, the best team in the league, San Francisco. Well, we'll see. I don't. We'll, we'll see. I mean, think about San Francisco guys. I'll they take have, Joe Burrow over Purdy, bro. If they play San Francisco I, I, in the Super oh, Bowl, yes, they'll win that I game. Can, Joe Burrow is Who, who's like, winning? Who, who's winning? Bengals 49ers Super Bowl tone, honestly. I, I think the 49ers. I will say, hey, don't jump on, though. The 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 Chiefs have Frank Clark and Chris Jones. Yeah. The Bills didn't have a pass rusher yeah, like that. Yeah. So it's going to be a yeah, challenge. Also, and the Chiefs are proud. I can see the Chiefs winning the game. Yeah. Now, we shouldn't probably yeah. need to settle down yeah. before we give the Bengals another road win. But, yeah. So that, that's no, a fair point. I'm just telling you that the, the high ankle sprain that yeah. 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 that is yeah. not going to feel good today. Yeah. Say that much. For sure. Uh, but if you look at the 49ers, how they built this team, I mean, it's remarkable. They have the best left tackle in football. Mm-hmm. They have arguably top three slot receiver in Debo Samuels. They have the second best tight end in football mm-hmm. in Kittle. Mm-hmm. They have. They drafted the those best. guys outside of round one, by the way. Most of the guys you just mentioned. They, they have the best back out of the backfield in McCaffrey. Yeah. They have the best defensive end in football in, in Bosa. Oof. Yeah. They, they have one of the best. They have one of the best. Uh, uh, Will linebackers and Warner. Yeah, they, and by the <laughs> way, all homegrown. Just about all that is homegrown. I mean, except these, for I mean what, if 
if you look at that team. Hey, they drafted, I mean, listen, they drafted a quarterback with the last pick of the draft who's better than all the other rookie quarterbacks are just as well, good. I mean, within their system, obviously. It'd be a different well, deal if on a bad and, team. The, and they have Kyle Shanahan, <laughs> who I've, who's a great coach. And, and, Cost and, the Falcons a Super Bowl. Other than that, he's had a good career. That's fair. But he is the most quarterback. <laughs> he is the most quarterback friendly offense. Like his offense does not revolve around. Yeah, I thought that when they went to, you know, we disagreed a little bit on that. Just because of the way the 49ers play, I didn't think going to Purdy would be necessarily the end of the season. They still no, got, I mean, still got a couple to, to do. At, I mean, no, Purdy's done a great job because he's better than Trey Lance. Trey Lance couldn't do what Purdy's doing. He's, he's, he's remarkably in control. His passer rating is high. He doesn't turn it over. He, he you know, yesterday <laughs> it's going to get a little tougher with each step, right? You're facing the best teams with the most urgency, yep. and the Eagles have the most sacks in the league. I, I to, even to your point about San Francisco being the best team, I think the Eagles will beat them at home. Well, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me, right? It wouldn't surprise yeah, me. If the Eagles that's fair. Game. Those I think are good teams I, too. Yeah, yeah. Both. I mean, I think. The Although, if the you best. think a team's the best, you should think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Tony. No, no, I get that. I do think the 49ers okay. are going to win the Super Bowl. Right. With that said, if the Eagles beat the 49ers, it would not shock me at all. Because I Fair. think that's a three-point game. Yeah, it, like feels, the, it feels that way. Yeah. It, the defense, it, it feels like that game will be kind of like the Cowboys game. It ain't going to be one of these 38-31s. They're both no, going to play defense. It's going to be, gonna you know, 1916 or something. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a physical game. And Kansas City will be better. high scoring. No, that, that one will be 38-31. Well, I don't – I think, think but – I, I I mean that that uh, Chiefs defense front's good, and I think now that's a much bigger test for this beat up Bengals offensive line. Right. Um, I guess they played twenty seven twenty four in the regular season about a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Bengals have beat them three times in twelve yeah. months. Yeah. And Mahomes is beat up. Yeah. I mean, I could see it being a twenty four twenty one twenty four. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah, I could see that all day long. Um, I think both are going to be great games, and. I mean, I think you have the two best teams in the AFC. I wish it was us, but right now the two best well, teams. Well, Tony, in the AFC. we're just looking forward to next year, maybe for the first time out of all your crazy, wacky predictions, when you say Jags 17-0, and it'll actually make at least a tad of sense. <laughs> so there is that to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, we, we got that. Should we do the sketch? Should we do the record right now? No, nah, <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that soon enough. Right now we have to uh, scoot along and pay a couple Thank of you, bills. Don Anthony. Always love breakfast with Michelle. We could talk for an hour if we could. Uh, Tony, we appreciate your, um, you know, your perspective all year long, and we'll talk to you again next Monday. All right, see you guys. All right, there he goes. That's big fella. Tony Baselli, breakfast with Baselli. Monday morning quarterback, divorcementonly.com. Look, there's a bit of when you're successful, you can nitpick a little bit. I mean, look, I, I, we shouldn't be killing uh, Trayvon Walker, his ceiling and, no. and upside. But I will say this. We played a whole year now, not a month. And through year one, right? I'm looking at... I think what has been established as at least, you know, the, the most uh, cited grades are from Pro Football Focus, PFF, right? Okay. And of the 32 first-round picks, mm-hmm. they even went so far as to grade 36 first-round rookies, okay. or rookies, not first-round. Um, Trayvon Walker's grade was 60. His rank was 17 out of 36. The two areas of need on this football team are rush end and cornerback. The number one graded player, Sauce Gardner, went three picks later. Yeah. The number two rated player, Aiden Hutchinson, went right behind him. Yeah. So you're that's, gonna, that's why. You're gonna have to own that. You know, yeah. they the, the team and Balky mm-hmm. are gonna have to own the decision mm-hmm. that after one year was a really, really bad decision. 
again, you, you after, don't, after you, one year. You don't hit on every one of them. Nobody does, but that's a glaring one. Yeah. And that's why it's so amplified, and we'll talk about it throughout the offseason. He's got to get better, and we'll see. I agree with Tony. I'm not I'm not trying to disparage him. No, I We're just saying, hey, man, yeah. got to be better. Yeah. I hate the of the moment. One thing I hate about Twitter, and I love Twitter, but one thing I hate about it is of the moment, holier than thou's. And we got a little of that on, on Saturday. Yeah, I wouldn't really uh, with, talk uh, with that. With uh, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Injury. What about it? Get him off the field. I can't believe they're going to mortgage his future for. Nah, that's I'm, silly. He's Patrick Mahomes. He wants to play. He you wants see him slam to his play. When they he's told him no. furious. He's yeah. trying to fit. I mean. It's a sprained more, ankle, by the yeah. way. It's not a heart attack. Once they know there's not a crack in the bone <laughs> yeah, or a fracture. Sure. Yeah, he's he, got a high ankle sprain. Yeah. But you could tell because he did it the wrong way. He rolled it inside, not yeah. outside. Yeah. And when you do that, it's like, oh, he. Um, if he was at Alabama, he would have had the tightrope surgery yesterday <laughs> and been ready to go this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> but but uh, yeah. So we'll see uh, what how he is. There's a lot of guys who are saying, you know, look, um, uh, he's going to be in a lot of pain. It's going to be hard and blah blah blah. Um, he was 10 of 12 before the injury. He was 12 of 18 after the injury. So. Um, We'll see. I got a a Shazam spotlight of all the things football-wise that jumped out at me over the weekend. There was one, you know, football atmosphere situation that shocked me. Okay. The Shazam Spotlight brought to you by ShazamAuto.com. Truck guy here uh, telling you, if you Mm -hmm. are in the market for a new Ford, you need to head to the Murray Ford Superstore, Stark and Kings. And, man, you're going to have such a good car buying experience. Also, uh, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, and more at the other Murray uh, Superstore down there in Stark, but it is this, a Hick. I, at first I thought my ears were deceiving me or maybe there were only 15 of them. They just happened to be positioned right under the announcer's booth. But did you notice, was, was it a storyline on social media, the number of fans from Cincinnati who made it to Buffalo? They out mafia the mafia. I mean, it fe- well, it felt like they hearing. were who day, yeah, who day, and that wasn't just at the end when it cleared out. Right. I mean, you heard the ch- it sounded like there were fifteen, twenty thousand Bengals. What happened to the Buffalo Mafia, Dan? What happened to Bills Mafia? How do they let that happen? I they had more. Se- I've never seen a playoff. They had more people at Buffalo than Dallas had in San that, Fran. I'm, I'm not sure I've seen a playoff say. game where there were as many visiting fans as we saw with Cincinnati and Buffalo. And it felt like and it felt like CBS went out of their way to not show them to you in the stands. I don't know out of uh, deference to Buffalo or not. They showed one, though, where there was a whole section of the, the orange and black. Mm-hmm. I, they, either they were super loud for a small crowd or it was a, a shockingly big Road turnout only because the Bills are so notorious for locking it right. down. No, they did not lock it down. Yeah. And what happens, I think, and I talked about this. We've talked about this before with New England. But I, I talked about this a little bit on Saturday with a Kansas City media dude. Man, when you make the playoffs every year, things change. Expectations change. Trevor talked about the standard, okay? We're not there yet. But in Kansas City, if they had lost that game Saturday, mm-hmm. it would have been a citywide tragedy. Sure. If, it would have been and, like Denver losing to the Jets. And when Buffalo lost that game, yeah. it's a citywide tragedy. I, I, it, it is. It's the hard. expectation for those two are to, at the least, be in the championship game. And if you don't make the Super Bowl, it's a disappointing year. It's disappointing 
for Buffalo fan right now. There is nothing good that happened for them this year. No, not if they don't celebrate division no. titles. They lost it. Kansas City's won seven Wests in a row. If they had lost to the Jags, it would have been devastating. Patrick Mahomes is to Kansas City what we hope, and Joe Burrow will be to Cincinnati what we hope Trevor will be to Jacksonville. Yeah. And look, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, I'm telling you what, that guy is, I mean, he is, he is the king of Kansas City. I was with Marcel Robinson this weekend. I estimated 10,000 Mahomes jerseys I in Arizona. Well, it'll be with Trevor here. <laughs> so, Trevor will take control yeah, of this. Yeah. And we said something earlier. I really feel like this. it's now Trevor's team. You said he greeted every player walking off. He spoke to him in the locker room. He's only going to get better and better. He's 23. Wait till he's, you know, these other uh, quarterbacks that we rave about are three or four years older than him. And it doesn't matter how long they've been in the league, Dan. It's not an experience thing. Burrow's only been in the league, what, one year longer than Trevor. But he's three years older. That's that's three free, you know, years, house money mm-hmm. that that we get. So, um, yeah, the, 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 the I, I can see no situation where this goes the 2017 route. I can just no. see no. Doug Peterson is a 40 times better coach than Doug Marone. Trevor Lawrence is a thousand times better than Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. Those two most important positions. You're going to add uh, Calvin Ridley. I, you know, there, there's got to be some fine tuning. We've talked about that. All right, but let's take a break. We'll head towards the to win. Towards uh, nine o'clock. We got a lock. Oh, we got speed trap alerts. Jeff, what do you got? Yeah, uh, welcome back, gang. And the drill speed trap alert is brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories. They got radar detection and everything else for all your truck, uh, car, and van accessories. Count on my friends at Catlin Truck Accessories. Right now, the Beltway and OP both ways. So if you're on 295 out there um, just just over the Buckman, heading in both directions, keep those speeds down. Keep that cash in your pocket. It's a drill speed trap alert brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories. Early weather forecast for Kansas City next week. Nine degrees and snow. Can't imagine that makes the ankle feel any better. Oof. <laughs> oh, I mean, tortorol. What is that called? That'll make it feel better. Well, I guess. Uh, we talked a lot about Kelsey, and we asked Tony about covering him, and he had a good point about the motions and stuff. But here's one thing the Jags do need to work on, covering the tight end. They've never, and, and even this regime, and it's just one year, uh, I think I read they were third to last in tight end coverage this year, if you will. So that's something that they're going to have to get better at going forward because Kittle plays for San Francisco. Kelsey plays for Kansas City. Um, yeah, Hayden Hurst had a nice game. Yeah, and a very nice year. Good game. And the yeah. Bills were good against tight ends yeah. this year. That was yeah. surprising. That was a pretty play for that touchdown. That was really Yeah, and then pretty. he had another big one yeah. where the Bills had got it to 17-10. Happy for him. What a good kid. The, dry, it, the Bills, that game was one. The Bills made a 17-10, and Burrow and the, and the uh, Bengals drove right down the field and scored again. You want to talk about a Jacksonville underrated athlete, Hayden Hurst, yeah. who, you know, would have been a big league pitcher. Late bloomer. Um, well, I mean, he played baseball. and well, they, But he didn't, not to any... Well, he got went to an or, a, minor, a major league organization. I, I, I get it, but in fairness to the guys from the area who are playing in the major leagues, well, it's, yeah. a, it's relative. But, but yeah. he would have been, except he lost his ability to to throw the strikes, and then right. and then to go and transition to football, go to South Carolina, have a great career there, and then go into the NFL. And I mean, it's great, man. The kid, it's fascinating. If you could play those two sports at a high level, that's that's impressive to me, man. I'm impressed. Uh, such an important. Uh, position, man. You look around, look at the four teams that are left. I have a... Uh, right? The four yeah. teams that are left. You've got Kelsey, uh, Hurst, who had a good game. But on the other side, Dallas Goddard and George Kittle, two of the top, you know, three or four tight ends in the NFC. 
and and they'll use them. It's it's going to be fascinating the priority, you know, the back and forth that goes on between Doug Peterson and what he's seen in the locker room on the field and and Trent Baalke and the decision that he's having to make at the top of the chain because to me the number one my number one priority would be Evan Ingram of all the guys that are I, if I let if everyone else who's a free agent had to leave that's the one if I can only keep one who would it be who would it be for you you can only keep one man that's a quick answer for well, me well no right? I have I have I I'm 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 big on Juwan man I get it we've had a lot of tackles through the years a lot uh, of them that have played at Juwan's level we've never I had don't know if, I don't know if we've he's had Eugene that many plays he's, he's a good player uh, he's not he had a great year, man. He did. Go look at the where does he rank in your PFFs? It's not not great. Really? Yeah, just a no. guy. I don't know. They, he didn't get beat for a lot of sacks. I saw on Saturday they put their grades up. And yeah, he was like, you know, out of sixty eight, he was forty one or something. Nothing Yeah. Well, the offensive line wasn't great on Saturday. No, I'm talking about PFF puts up their season grade. Yeah. Oh. Okay. When they introduce them, they put oh. their picture up. Oh. It's a PFF blank of blank. I'd have yeah, to he wasn't. That. He wasn't the offensive line because a lot of people. Why don't the Jags throw downfield? And then they went to try to throw downfield, and Trevor got sacked. That's why. Or they threw downfield and they hit our ace receiver right in yeah. the freaking hands, yeah. and he doesn't catch it. There's a split screen here on on social media of Josh Allen and Josh Dobbs uh, throws that. I mean, they are like almost identical. <laughs> I mean, so for those of us who and yeah, hate just, the refs like myself. And Little Guns Hockley, who said, everybody shut up! <laughs> what about Little Guns Hockley? Did you see that one? I did, did you hear that one? I did. They left a hot mic. Hot, hot mic. mic! Everybody shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Little Guns was in charge. Yeah, you know. Um, the Hockley's, they like themselves. I like the Hockley's. That's the word. I like the Hockley's. We had that Vinovich guy yesterday. I love the mannerisms. I'm starting to learn the mannerisms of the ref. I know I watch too much football. Manner, like One guy likes, uh, Vinovich likes to go like with his one. That's a first down. Another one likes to kind of like put his hand, his hand together hand. and show it. For, it's just mm. funny. Makes me laugh. Some, gotcha. of, their, some of their mannerisms. But anyway, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, here, more on Stefan Diggs, by the way. You were right. Darted out of the locker room with all his stuff before some of the Bills coaches were even down to the tunnel area. Duke Johnson stopped Diggs before he left the stadium, brought him back to the locker room. He left a few minutes later. That's just unacceptable, you little petulant mm. little jackass. Let me tell you who didn't do that, Diggs. Jerry Rice. Let me tell you who didn't do that, Diggs. Marvin Harrison. Let me tell you who doesn't do that, Diggs. Real pros. They don't do that, look at me, scream, yeah. no one can make a mistake, nonsense. Yeah. So, this is what happens. Look, this is how it starts to happen. It's all e- Like, right now for the Jags, this is the honeymoon period. Everyone's happy. Everyone's optimistic. We're getting better. Fast forward three years, and if you're losing divisional round games, people are like, what the hell? What do we got to do to get it? By the way. To finish it up. Uh, the Duval chant. Was obviously huge, but one uh, the the and again I don't know who started, so I don't want to, you know, it might be the Bold City Brigade, but one Uh-oh. guy told me Saturday night, Uh-oh. and I think this is a great idea. Maybe we've been doing it all year, and I'm ob- oblivious to this because I sit in the press box. Right. But at nine oh four of every quarter, they do a Duval chant. They oh, were going to do it Saturday. I thought that was awesome. That's smart. That's a yeah. You know, Huh? I can educate you on who actually started that Duval chant. Okay. It's been around since before the Jackson. No, I wasn't talking about the Duval chant. I was oh, talking okay. about do they do it at 904. Yeah, I know. Go, But go ahead and tell people because it, it always is good well, to know. They had a, a, oh. like a group, e- right? No, Easy e Yeah, Easy e Yeah, mm-hmm. a radio DJ on 92.7. That's right. But, 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 That's but right. in all fairness to Easy e and everyone else, until the football team started doing it, it would never it would go unnoticed and yeah. unknown. Well, 
they it, it definitely made it bigger, but it's it's definitely bigger on the culture. It's mm-hmm. like club culture mm-hmm. outside of here. Whenever mm-hmm. you travel, if you're going somewhere, mm-hmm. you scream Duval in the clubs. Yeah. People, they're going to scream it. They so know it's where, where it's from. Yeah, I think Spicer may have been the first Jag, and I'm sure whoever, whatever Jag football player got it from where you're talking about. To be fair, right yeah. for sure, yeah. Yeah, on point. So yeah. and then yeah. it, now it's huge. It's bad A, and it's everywhere. It's got yeah. the chance here in the next four or five years to really become our most, the most notoriety. You know, the, the our biggest. Notoriety will be that that Duval, Duval. chant. And one more a, thing, uh, one more thing before we break, and I'll, I'll say this, and I, I do wonder if this weekend, if you're uh, Thomas Brady, and you're watching, mm-hmm. and you're going, oh, gotta go to the NFC. Mahomes is, Mahomes is 27. Burrow's 26. Hertz is 24. Um, Josh Allen's 26. Trevor's 23. Trevor's 23. Do I Herbert's twenty six? Can I? Go, I got to beat these guys to do what I want to well, do, which is win a Super Bowl. Slowly but surely, you're kind of coming around to my no, point last saying. last Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Last Tuesday morning, Tom Brady's not going to win another title. There's no place he can go where they'll win it. Not a place. There's not oh. a team that he could go to where they would win a Super Bowl. And and it's and because from a skill set standpoint, he's fallen. You know, probably tenth or lower compared to these guys. Interesting, but and then. If the Niners make the Super Bowl, yeah, I don't know who's your quarterback. That's next year? I, I, I don't. Part of me thinks I don't think they do this. Like you've heard this, they'll trade Lance and keep. I think you keep them both, but you make it a competition. I'd be scared to ride this little eight-game wave. I and, would too, and go with Brock Purdy, who's undersized and underarmed, and I don't know if well, he said, won't have to worry about it, got, it because Eagles are going to beat him. But well, got got it went viral this this weekend. You know when he was recruited by Nick Saban, what Saban told to him. Did you read that? Mm-mm. He goes, look, you're undersized. You've got an average arm, and you're, you know, mediocre. This, that's it. See you later, right? <laughs> yeah. Coach. Yeah, and so can't measure heart. Purdy ended up at where Iowa State, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. But it was a good point by one of the guys who said, "Hey, man, this is why sometimes you don't have to go to Alabama or to, you know, you go right, to Iowa State. Sure. You got nobody." Yeah, go play. Over your shoulder. Like, if I have a bad game, I'm out. I think he got it for four years, man. He got a lot of experience. And I think that helped him. Yeah. It probably matters the the level of prospect, though. If you're a great prospect, it helps to be on a great team because you're around great players and you're playing great competition. It Mm -hmm. makes you more NFL ready, right? If you're in the SEC, if you're playing Georgia, I guess. Well, I I would think. But anyway, uh, they come from a, a variety of. Spots, don't they? I don't. I don't think Josh Allen was. Well, maybe we're finding out why. Um, this is the drill. It's the Monday morning quarterback. Divorcementonly.com. So Peter King wrote this in his Monday morning quarterback. Fifteen years ago, a high school lacrosse goalie in Neptune Beach, Florida, was struck by a hard shot in the chest during a game. Fletcher, Fletcher, kid, we talked about that. A few that. seconds later, James Hendrick collapsed. His heart stopped. The victim of commotio cordis. A rare malady when a sudden blow to the chest causes the heart to stop. Luckily for Hendrick, his coach was a firefighter and knew him practice CPR, sprinted onto the field, was able to revive him. Then there was a defibrillator on hand to shock the heart back into rhythm. When I woke up in the hospital, Hendrick, now 31, said the other day, the first thing I said was the same thing DeMar said. Who won the game? Mm-hmm. Exactly like Bill's Bengals, the lacrosse game was discontinued about a month later. Doc, a month later. Doctors cleared Hendrick to return to the field, and he played later that spring. On his first day back, his coach peppered him with hard shots just so Hendrick would have the confidence to know his heart wasn't going to stop again. He had a normal final two-plus years in high school. Now his own clinical research company with about 100 employees in Jacksonville. 
I'm blessed to be able to have these conversations now because I'm aware what could have happened, Hendrick said. Um, so, anyway, it was Correct me if I'm wrong, but they still have not said for sure that's what happened no, with Hamlin. I don't Hamlin. think so. In fact, it's like, isn't it more common to think that's not? I, you, I mean, you look, you don't see that shot to the chest that would have caused that. It was reported last week that Hamlin is still recovering and still taking oxygen as part of his recovery. No two heart cases of this ilk are the same. And though it seems likely Hamlin suffered commotio cordis, the diagnosis has not been announced by saying Hendrick, Hendrick played competitive sports a month after his heart stopped. I don't mean to suggest Hamlin will be able to play in a month. I just thought Hendrick's case sounded like Hamlin's to a degree and wanted to pass it along. That was interesting. And we, um, yeah. I don't think any Georgia fan looks past the on-field results, but if you know if you're really paying attention to what's going on up in Athens, they've had some they've had some dicey off-field situations, and the latest involves a kid who transferred from Mississippi State. I wonder, do you pull the transfer? Arrested by UGA police at 4:40 a.m. this That's morning. Domestic violence is a domestic uh, um, a felony charge of false imprisonment and misdemeanor battery, family violence. Uh, Six one hundred ninety-two. Um, the dogs have lost A.D. Mitchell to the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to Texas. Meanwhile, this kid that was arrested, his name's Rod- Rodarius Thomas, he had come in from Mississippi State where he had 44 for 626, seven touchdowns. That was a big year. get. Yeah, big get. So, uh, listen, in the NFL, a lot, of pe- and a lot of people are saying, look, if you don't at least interview Lou Anarumo. Is that the Bengals defense coordinator? And Leslie Frazier of the Bills, you guys are doing it wrong. Well, listen, I got news for you. The only defense coordinator is going to get a job this go-round is probably D'Amico. They don't hire defense coordinators anymore. Not as much. They hire offensive guys. That's the game now. So, and I probably agree with you. But I, I, just I don't, because you're a good coordinator, I, I no, get, it's, it's it doesn't how you mean run anything. Right, yeah, it's, it's sure. organization. Yeah. But I would say, in, in fairness, I mean, the, the GOAT mm-hmm. came from the defensive side of the ball. The guy who's never had a losing season, mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin, came mm-hmm. from the defensive oh, side yeah. of the ball. Oh, yeah. Um, Sean McDermott. Came from the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I, probably a mistake if you're eliminating that side, but to your point, that's definitely, you know, how it's looked. Yeah, 100%. 100% for sure, and I think that that's uh, uh, Mike Lupica. Still alive. Tweeted out, Trevor Lawrence is going to win a Super Bowl in the next couple of years. I would, doesn't, wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I mean, it, it really wouldn't, and it's great to have all that. You got to go out, and you got to improve it, right? And we got some key dates coming up this offseason. You're going to have to make some decisions. Look, there's a couple of good tight ends that'd be available at 24. They would fit right in that sweet spot. If you're the Jags, do you let Ingram and his salary go to, you know, turn it over with your own guy? You know, can you afford to do that? The one thing with Ingram is, man, he sure developed. Is there any chance that the New England Patriots would trade for Aaron Rodgers? If I am one of those... Would you if you were the New England Patriots? Um... Boy, they don't look like they're close. It's a it's a price on everything, so it all depends on what you got to give up to get. Probably two number ones. I mean, I, look here's the pro- bottom two line: years, Is Aaron Rodgers three. win a Super Bowl for them? No, the Patriots don't have talent. Yeah, they're not. They're not. I close don't know. They had a hell of a defense. But they're man. not very good offensively. The receivers are no good. They sign a receiver. They've never been good at go get D Hop. They've never been good at at getting the offensive talent. They've never drafted it great. No. They've never, you know, they went the they picked up. What's his? They well, obviously the tight end's a different deal, but when like the receivers, yeah, I don't know. If I'm Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, I'm not going. Would to you the, rather have Aaron Rodgers or Mac Jones for two years? Yeah, Would you rather have Aaron Rodgers I, or I, Zach Wilson? I, get, I mean, I get that. Yeah. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm not going to the AFC. I'm not doing it. I can't win. I'm not winning there. Although Aaron said it's more important for him to win a MVP than yeah. a title, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. He he's talking about what he can do as an individual, not what his team can do. Whoever he joins, so. 
Who called, somebody called him out of that. Was it Gronk? A bunch of them. Adam Schachter said he's getting traded. No, I know. I'm not saying that he won't, but I'm just saying if I'm Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady and I go to the AFC, what am I doing? Okay. Right? You're not winning in the AFC. Aaron Rodgers and the Patriots are fifth in the conference. If that, if you're giving them a, if you're giving them a little gravitas. Mm-hmm. Power rank the AFC for me right now. Me? Yeah. Right now? Yeah, moving in. Let's move into next year even. And, and you know, granted, there'll be some, but there won't be Stand enough. By. There won't be enough huge turnover or difference that the top four or five are going to change drastically. Power rank the AFC. Yeah. I'll go. I Well, I'm going to pick the natty. So, I'll, okay. I'll, I've said the natty mm-hmm. is one. Mm-hmm. I will say Kansas City's two. Okay. Um. I would say Buffalo three, I think Jags fair. four. I think the Jags are four. You've yeah. got you, you've, you've the spoiler alert. You've gotten to my point. Yeah. And what do they all four have in common? Right, the, the quarterbacks. And then mm-hmm. you're going to go one deeper, and you could argue Burrow versus Hertz versus Lawrence to be number four. But I think the other three are one, two, three. I think Herbert. I th- I'd probably put the Ravens ahead of the Chargers, like Ravens five. Yeah. Chargers six. The Ravens are a wild card. They could be all the way back next year. Yeah. Uh, there's six teams that are in really good shape. Right. I mean, just now, Now, the, by the way, mm-hmm. you haven't mentioned any of the teams that either Rodgers or Brady. Well, first of all, I'm not even putting Brady in Rodgers' category. I'm not. I think Rodgers is still young enough okay, that he can go Aaron, be the difference. Let's say Aaron goes to the Patriots. That thing, now power rank them. Yeah, that's, I, that, it, it, it becomes. I'd put them up there. Yeah. I'd put them right up there probably with three, that, four. Yeah, you should. That's you where should. I would. But. Is that is that enough? Even that being said, what if said, he goes to the Jets? You know, I, I you know what, <laughs> I've I've been I've been if like, J- hold uh, on I've I've been like picturing all these scenarios with Brady and with all the what you just mentioned with Brady, bleh, nothing. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers might be a little bit different deal, mm-hmm. but I still don't think he's getting through Burrow, Mahomes, Lawrence, Herbert. I don't. Maybe Herbert. Yeah. I mean, the Chargers got to prove something. They're just all yeah. talk. I get it. I get it. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I just think uh, quarterbacks, you know, it's so intriguing every year. And then we're going to get draft picks. And But if I was Brady or Rodgers, um, I just – it's interesting to me that all of a sudden the story is A.A. Ron's going to get traded. I, I I don't know why they signed three years 150. I don't know why Aaron even came back if he wasn't with them. Just force your way out last year. What's the point? I don't know. Right? And he could have, couldn't he? Yeah. Don't you get the feeling he could have forced his way out oh, last yeah. year and he'd be in Denver right now or Seattle or wherever. Right. They're kind of talking about maybe hiring Hackett in New York and then bringing Aaron in. Nathaniel Hackett, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what uh, – but that's what the Broncos were planning on doing, and then he ends up staying. So maybe when push – The Jets would be intriguing only because Garrett Wilson is really, really, really good. Oh, yeah. Like, he's digs. Their Chase, defense is good. He's that guy. He just was with terrible quarterbacks. So right. Wait till he, you know – Wait, wait, you know, wait, wait, wait till he's been in the league a couple of years and they actually have some quarterback play. Another, another quarterback question. Did Saturday night make you rethink Daniel Jones as a future with the Giants? Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah. I didn't see the game, so I was working. Jones, but. it just reeks of Bortles, Dan. When he gets going and he's hot, you believe and you get caught in. But oh, the, the, Did I see the that? long, you know, if you look at the whole picture, yeah. it's not good enough. Did I see on fourth and eight, only down seven, nothing at midfield, they went for it and didn't get it? Did I see that correctly? I was. I, I'd be honest. I was so bummed out after the Jags yeah. lost that yeah. I literally, 
I, I, I didn't watch the beginning of the okay. game. I just I believe didn't want to watch it. I just was like. I only saw the highlights. So uh, Instead, uh, you know what I watched, Dan? I watched that gritty, gutty Gator basketball team go on the road. Oh, you got my 20 spot? State. It's We're official. At We're at four. Huh? We're at four. It was three and a half. No, we, we. I wouldn't bet you at three and a half. We bet at four and a half. A million percent. You sure? Yeah, 100%. All right. Yeah. I put him at three, but I made the bet. You should go get four that this week. You'll get it. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pay at the end of the year before we. They, no, they, no, 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 no. I got to make sure that they don't have to suspend bets. games. I offered to no. pay it out, you know, to For $10. A week ago. I said no. Yeah. I rode the. I Either offered. Way. I offered a double up bet. You I'm, said no. Well, that's because you, you pumped it all the way up to six. I couldn't yeah. do that. I think I went to seven. The bet um, is the bet. It's, 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 here's what I was getting to, though, with that Gator win at Mississippi State. Yeah. I mean, this is fascinating. All right. Are you ready for what I'm about to roll, throw your way? Uh huh. I'm ready. I have in front of me, after games of Sunday, January 22nd, uh huh, the all inclusive 318 team power ratings known as the net rankings. A okay. Collaboration of stats and all right. results that the NCAA itself puts out, and uh-huh. they use this to guide them okay. to their choices on Selection Sunday. All right. Uh, number one at the top, even with a loss yesterday, is Houston. Uh, Tennessee and Bam are both two and three, but that's we're not here to talk about that. Um, the uh, Florida Gators mm-hmm. at 11 and 8, mm-hmm. 44th in the net rate. We're making the tourney? Uh, ahead of Miami, mm-hmm. who's ranked, ahead of Maryland, ahead of Texas A&M, who's beaten them twice. Why? We only have one quad win. I don't know what to tell you. Ahead of Missouri, ahead of Clemson, ahead of Oregon, ahead of USC, ahead of Wisconsin. Why? Ahead of Wake Forest, ahead of Texas Tech. Okay. Ahead of Michigan. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, Dan, because here's what's so goofy about this. They've had bad, like... Against good teams, they haven't lost. They've gotten thumped. What's our conference record right now? Four and three. All right. So we have South Carolina at home on Wednesday, which we... It's probably a win. Five and three. But then you're going to have these three in a row. Hmm. Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama. Where's the Kentucky game? At Kentucky. Yeah. That's a lot. Tennessee's at home. Tennessee will beat the hell out of them. The good teams they played have killed them. I've got no confidence against those. I am surprised that for a team that just gets road graded by a good team that they beat the bad teams. That's what's surprising me. Mm-hmm. It surprised me they can win at LSU and they can win at Mississippi State. They should have won at least one of the games against Texas A&M. They really should be a game better. Then they have Vandy, though, and Mississippi. and I mean, it definitely looks like they might go 9-9, nine and nine, which in fairness is kind of what Mike White's done the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, look, 44th doesn't get you in as an at-large, but... It, what what it's done at 11 and 8 and 44th in the net rank overall rankings power rankings if you do somehow go 2 and 1 in those 3 you're in yeah you're going to be up in the 30s somewhere suddenly you're like a valid and and let's make no mistake uh, they're underachieving by by preseason expectations the gators will underachieve if they don't make the the tournament if you looked in the preseason i do they were in everybody's bubble watch they were an 8 seed a 9 seed the expectation was they would be a, a tournament team after Kind of a tough start, losing some bad games, perhaps finding their way just a little bit. Mm. Let's do this. Let's take a break, uh, fix some equipment. We'll come back and we'll do more uh, right here on a Monday edition of The Drill. I am a very reactionary. You've talked about that before. My kicker misses a kick in the playoffs. He doesn't get a ride home. He's going to find his own way. Uber, yeah. Uber yourself to the airport and pick up a, you know, a jet blue. You're not coming back with us. 
um, you know, there are reactionary fans. The fans want the defense and the defensive coordinator account for themselves. And to this, I would I would agree on this one point. That was the biggest game we had of the year, and you didn't cover the only good player on their team. You didn't draw up one blitz. You did not draw up one play that got to their quarterback the whole game. You got to be better, man. Got to be better, not just with the players on the field, but the guy putting them in position to get there. And so I'm not suggesting they fire the defensive coordinator after one year. They never do that. I think I would be the George Steinbrenner of head coaches, though, man. If I was a head coach, I'd be letting guys go left and right, dude. I'd be I, If my defensive coordinator gave me that effort, I'd be kicking the tires on the next one who's proven it at the playoff level. I would. It wouldn't be fair. It would be controversial. But I'd be hiring Lovey Smith tomorrow. I want to tell you. They got to stop somebody, man. I, it's just so frustrating the way that game. Oh, we got to score points. That's true too. Uh, by I, the way, I, best what, play call of the day was the Christian Kirk reverse. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a great yeah. play call. Um, got it down to about the three yard line, then ETN took it in on the next play. That was beautiful. I do have a question as to one thing. I kept asking you guys about, you know, why is ETN not playing? You're telling me pass protection, pass protection. Yet seemingly the guy to in there to pass protect dropped the ball that would have led to a first down, ET. Jamichael Hasty in there for pass protection when he runs a ten yard pass route that ETN is, I don't know, a thousand times better than. Yeah. Uh. So I just a couple of the couple of things I didn't understand was why didn't we cover uh, Travis Kelsey, why did we decide to be a good time to let him get his and we'll stop everyone else? Mm-hmm. And and two, ETN taken out of the, the game plan in the fourth quarter was was not smart to me. And I forget pass protection. Dump it to him then. Well they did a lot. Too. Yeah. I they did a lot. Yeah. So but in the end, not quite good enough. Season comes to an end. Great year. Great run. Exciting time. So much fun. Great times for the fans, both here and away, and hopefully something to build on, which we all think is a positive because we have Doug Peterson in place who, you know, seems hell-bent on going to win another Super Bowl, and Trevor Lawrence who seems hell-bent on being one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. So when you – and can be. Both of those can happen. So with that said, we got to put a few more pieces on the field, keep the right guys, let the right guys go. You got to hit on – I don't know what it is for a GM and a success rate. I don't know. You know, different teams. I mean, you can cover up some mistakes when you have a great quarterback, but you can't cover them all up. So you got to hit on probably 75% of your decisions, maybe. Is there a number for a GM in your mind that you got to have correct when you're shuffling pieces? Like, in other words. In fairness, because they do all miss. They miss, they on, miss. they miss on getting the right quarterback, they either veteran miss. or rookie. They miss yeah. all the time. So, I mean, I, to me, look, I think, and we talk about this at the end of the week, Balky deserves a lot more credit than the you know, the clown label we tried to put on him. Oh, yeah. But he's also not like the best GM in the league. No. There is going to be a big stain from Trayvon Walker, but despite what they tell you about the plays he's making. Mm-hmm. If he's not a – got to be in – I mean, Howie Roseman, A-beater. who's thought of as, as unbelievable – For the Eagles. Did his work and took – we're taking Jalen Rager yeah. when Justin Jefferson was yeah. there. yeah. That's and a then, miss. And then had to trade for A.J. Brown. You get tra- you know, you get credit for trading for A.J. Brown when you could have had but, but yet, for free. To his credit, Howie Roseman has got his second group making a Super Bowl run. Yeah, that, that right? matters. That matters. So you can, you can do it. With, with, by the know. way, he drafted Jalen Hurts. A lot yeah. of people didn't think Jalen Hurts was going to be a great NFL quarterback. Pretty doggone good NFL quarterback, right? Yeah. Um. So there's there's good ones and there's I mean so I just want, I'm curious what the percentage is I don't know like 
where you sit there and go, or do you just take it all in? And how do you determine if it's a good or bad? Ultimately, either win or you lose, I guess. Over time. But, like, you could go through, like, the draft class, and you say, okay, a good pick or bad pick. Sometimes you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um... It's, it's fascinating to me. I'm just looking at Howie Roseman's like best moves and worst moves. Jason Peters chalked this up as a giant mistake over the last four years. In 2017, Peters was a 35-year-old left tackle who had torn his ACL. His legacy was that of a Hall of Fame legend, arguably one of the greatest LTs of all time. Before then, Peters was getting injured during games and struggled to stay on the field. Even after the ACL injury, Peters was even worse shape with his injuries. After the 2019 season, fans thought we had seen the last of Peters. Then Brandon Brooks got Hurt, Eagles re-sign nine-time Pro Bowl offensive lineman Jason Peters. So, um, you know, you, you just – I'm torn on the Juwan Taylor from this standpoint. Uh, Cam's got a knee. Here are Howie Roseman's first-round picks. Uh-huh. Brandon Graham. Good one. Danny Watkins. No. Fletcher Cox. Good one. Lane Johnson. Great one. Great one. Marcus Smith. Nope. Carson Wentz. That was a good pick. It was a good pick. Yeah. I mean, he took him to the Super Bowl. What's going to take him to the Super Bowl? I didn't. Derek Barnett? Yeah, that's immediate. Let's see. He's he's had moments, but he's not been what you hoped he would be coming out of Tennessee. Here's how they clarify it. uh, Dillard and Rager. Here's a list of all the good players. Graham, Cox, Johnson, Wentz. Here's the average players. Barnett, Rager. Here are players who are pretty bad. Watkins, Smith, Dillard. I don't know if I'd put Rager in average. What has Rager done? I I wouldn't put Rager. Rager, bottom of the barrel. Yeah. You guys know what's... uh, uh, Passing on Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf, Justin yeah. Jefferson, Tyree Kill. They missed um, a lot of good receivers that way. And so and so this was written a while ago. It says, and the new norm of mediocrity is all on him. Well, so they're not mediocre. That's what we they're do, great. though. But they're not mediocre. But how, no, that was then. Yeah. They're great. They're in the final four. Well, they're great because of all the moves he's this made. This was in 2020. So yeah. he retooled and all he right, got him right. back. Yeah. That's what I mean. So, yeah. I, and I'm just taking him. I, I just picked him. We could go to Lynch in San Francisco. He's got misses, too. Right now, Trey Lance is a miss, but Brock well, Purdy's a hit. We gave a lot to get up there. Uh, to, to oh, yeah. Him. They wasn't just sitting there. They had He's, to trade. Well, it's two years of nothing from Trey Lance. For sure. Yeah, that's a miss right now. It's a miss. Well, you also have the Packers that wasted a first-round pick on a quarterback that hadn't played. Yeah. I mean, so, you better have a better – My better point a, is this. I'm not – it's like no. they all have them. Yeah, yeah. You got to understand that. And the Niners have planned – was to play yeah. Lance. So, yeah. so the, 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 the stupider one is Green Bay. Or you've drafted it. You yeah, better have a yeah, better yeah. plan on what your transition is than to draft a guy in the first round and get nothing from that position for two, three years, if that, from that draft position, I mean. Right. You guys know what to February 15th is what's significant about the date February 15th? Yeah, it's my sister's birthday. Oh, but besides that, it's Jaguar-related. Tell me what Jaguar-related story. Happened on February 15th? No, it can will be defined. I think we... It's a one-year anniversary of Doug Peterson. Is it? No. February 15th, 2023. <laughs> what happens on February 15th, 2023? Calvin Ridley? Calvin Ridley can petition for reinstatement. Well, that's... We're ridiculous. positive he gets back in, right? He, he better. Well... That's the dumbest thing I've... Unless he gambles he, again, but well, yeah. bet on NFL games. Don't give a damn. I know you don't. He, he, one he year bet. he's been out. One year. I, you want to do apples and oranges? Well, want to talk about I, guys who get suspended for a couple weeks when they ha, do what, things that are much more untoward than I, that? I don't. What, back in the day, the gambling scandal that wrapped up Horning and Karras. How long were they out? A year. Just uh, one year? Or was it longer? Or was it less? I don't know. I think it was a year. I mean, baseball banned dudes for life for gambling, so I don't know if they're going to just, oh, well, 
You know, there's a new precedent with gambling at every player's fingertips with social. It's not like the old days where you got to get on a plane and fly to Vegas to put a bet down right. or to get a bookie. They can do it. So I promise you, they're going to want to stay on top. They're going to want to make sure that gambling is, you know, 1000% off the books. Which, this, which, by the way, this and, isn't and, my opinion. I'm not saying that he I, should. No, I understand. And I, and, Are and, we and, sure it's just a, yes. a no-brainer? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I'll say this, too. And players shouldn't bet on NFL games, obviously. <laughs> However, hey, hypocrites. We're, we're flashing betting things during games now. We're building stadiums where you're going to have a kiosk in it to bet. So we're gonna, the logos will be on the jersey. At some point, we're going to be able to sit at our seat inside stadium and bet. This is the job. Yeah, but it's not geared toward the player, so there's yeah. a bit of a difference. All right. Um, it is the Monday morning quarterback, divorcementally.com. Introduce you to Jaguars today. Next. Now, the two minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL talking with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. We were talking in the break, and uh, me and Tony, and we saw Patrick Mahomes never has played a road playoff game. So let that sink in for a second. Never has played a road playoff game. Outside Super, of the Super, Bowl, Super Bowls yep. are neutral. neutral. Yep. And his two losses at home, both in overtime, mm-hmm. before we anoint the Bengals, which they may beat them again four times. Who knows? But it's going to be a hell of a game. That I can promise. Uh, if, if Regardless they, of how If they beat them for a fourth time, then yeah. there's no more, well, this, that, or the oh, other. Yeah. It's a dominance. Y'all are screwed. Yeah. He's got your number. Yeah. It almost feels that way. Brady and Belichick did it to Peyton Manning for a decade. Yep. I don't think it can't get away from you a little bit. So. But I'm sure, you know, we still have got the Jags to talk about and, and much going on as we yeah. hit the offseason. Just your overall impressions of Saturday night uh, or Saturday you know, afternoon. You have those two turnovers, and that's why you lost the game, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. there are other things that happen in the game, but ultimately you turned it over a couple times and you couldn't turn over the Chiefs. You had your chances to. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, on the Chad Henney play, you know, you had a Lewican had a chance to make that play, and who knows what happens in that football game if he's able to bring that ball in. You know, you had the Christian Kirk drop. Mm-hmm. So there are moments that you can look back on, but ultimately, look, you go on the road against the Chiefs and you lose the turnover differential, you're going to lose the game. No question. Right? Like, that's just you got to play line. great to win out there. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And the Jags did not play great. They said that. They didn't play great. We no. all watched the game. No, so. they were down 10 in the fourth quarter. And when right. they scored, like, we're going in the score. Right. It's like, here we go again. Right. Right? Like, and they've earned that. That as someone sure. watching that game, when they are down in the fourth quarter and put a drive together, it's like, okay. Right. You know, like, this is what they've done the whole second half of the year. On the road against the best team in football, arguably, tougher to do. And they weren't able to overcome it. What do you got week. coming up? We'll have David Garrard. We'll oh. react to the divisional loss for the uh, Jaguars against the Chiefs on Saturday. DG9 was on uh, my flight home was he? yesterday. Yes. Um, one thing about sports, sports gives us the most awesome stats and reminders and, like, are you serious? Jalen Hurts yesterday with his play – or Saturday with his playoff win. Mm-hmm. First Alabama quarterback to win a playoff game since? Ken Stabler. Richard Todd, 1983. Damn. That which would not be that amazing if Alabama hadn't won forty national titles in the last eight years. They just started churning out some NFL. I don't TVs, really. Though. I mean, you, the whole you got to have the quarterback. Alabama has rendered that. They're one of the few. Yeah, one of the few who have. <laughs> and, have a great show. It hurts was good. There. Mike and Tony getting ready. It's Jaguars today. It's coming up momentarily. E. We'll see you tomorrow, Jeff. Monday morning quarterback. Divorcementonly.com.